I got to play. It's a guy that we both like. There's one that sold for 61 on April 27th. Free shipping. Hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh, no, I got auto pick. Oh, oh there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button. This is all messed up now. How do we get so many auto picks? Two, one. Nailed it. Who is ready to go hunting tonight? Week five is here. We're now officially a month through the season. We've hit the bye weeks. Steve, the eBay hitman, cracking open a bang energy drink. <laughs> Joining me, buddy. your host, AC, as always. Steve, how are we feeling tonight? Oh, man, um, I'm ready to go here. I got uh, all the numbers pulled up that I want to go over. I will say, I'm sure there's some of you out there that are dealing with the injury bug, as we all know in the fantasy football world. There's a lot of big, big names that are out and some that are coming back this week. So if you are 0-4 or 1-3, fear not. There's still life. There's still life. Yeah, both the guys going out and the guys coming in interest to me because I'm either – buying their backups or getting ready to sell their backups as, as the uh, starter comes back in, Steve. And so I, I definitely want to uh, dig into some of these backups that we're either buying or selling tonight, both in fantasy formats, both in pick them over unders. We're going to look at our slips from last week and make some new slips for this week. And, and then also we want to talk about uh, some of these other stats and how it correlates over to the football card markets people i had another nice flip last night on com c steve uh so i'm feeling good our process that we've been using on com c worked i was able to double up on a deandre swift that we bought i can't remember if we bought it last week or the week before but it was a uh, a blue select serial numbered out of like 99 199 you remember that card it was a premier select yeah, I think there was a bunch of them at like 16 you got one at like seven or something like that yeah, I got it at seven. Is I uh, flipped it uh, for what that full price was. I think I flipped it for like the sixteen. I think that's what I did, and I listed it for that. So, um, so yeah, man. So Steve, how was your weekend, brother? How was your weekend? Cards and fantasy. Talk to me. Good man. Uh, made a couple sales. You know the Kelsey effect, I guess. You know pe people are buying the Kelsey. If you got some Kelseys, get them listed. Uh, the Swifties, know, Mr. Good Pfizer, money. as some people know him as, um, he's he's popular. He's selling right now, and uh, get him listed, man. There may not be a better time, maybe ever, if you look at the charts. Um, <laughs> I actually had a couple uh, Prism rookies, first year Prism uh, that I wanted to sell, and uh, one of them I actually I sent you Andy a photo. I cracked a slab to sell one actually so uh back when he was in a big hole uh for his fantasy value and for his card value picked up a couple of like eights and eight fives and knew i'd crack them open at some point so finally got that done was that pretty uh easy to crack them open uh i will say that was my first experience and i'm one for one so so far so good I will, I will advise using gloves and eyewear. Um, I will say that things do go flying a bit, and uh, I did it inside of a container, so I didn't have that 
rebound effect, but I did get a little cut on the hand. No big deal, but uh, definitely do gloves if you're going to do it. Yeah, man, you're you're a warrior, man, cracking those things without gloves and eye protection. That's a, <laughs> a true quester right there, man. So, yeah, yeah Travis. Uh, you know, there's there's definitely some places you can find help on the Discord with that or just pop open a YouTube video if you've never done it before. And, and right when you thought Travis Kelsey cards couldn't go any higher, like you mentioned, the Taylor Swift effect taking uh, full effect here. Uh, between that, the New Heights podcast, the two Super Bowl rings, he's in more and more commercials and, you know, media uh, posts, whether it's Saturday Night Live or what have you. Um, looks like my internet may be running slow again tonight, Steve. So uh, bear with me, but we got his most popular cards here with the Topps Chrome from 2013, the score from 2013. Man, that score, PSA 10 up to a trend of $265, and that Topps Chrome up 16% to a new trend of 190 Man, that's that's pretty wild for a base Topps Chrome. The rookie card, iconic card. But to see the PSA 10 of that card go for $200, that's like, I mean, that's like, look, that that's very comparable to some of these quarterback prices that that we see. Yeah, look at the uh, the base prism there, too, in the 10. 192 man. Huh, interesting. And do you think that his base prism goes for about the, uh, the same as the base tops chrome and less than that score because of the photo? Is it the practice uniform? Um, you know, maybe. But here's the thing: is I, I think that it looks more like a pro uniform than, let's say, the iconic Under Armour shirt photo. Um, I think it's, I think it's his, not necessarily most valuable, but I think it's personally one of his more desirable cards, his rookies anyway. Even though that classic Under Armour photo is one that uh, everyone recognizes right when they see it. Um, the score one though is awesome. The thing with those is, uh, they are very hard to 10. So I think that has a lot to do with the price. Yeah. I know from experience of having a couple of these, it's, it's like, it's like having a Donruss from 2013 or, or score from today, you know, that paper card stock, man, those, it's just so hard to maintain those corners and edges for that long. Uh, unless you take really good care of it and keep it in the top loader and the penny sleeve and never handle it and make sure it stays in a, uh, in a good spot where it doesn't get banged around a lot. Um, but Steve, uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, he probably didn't surprise you a whole lot coming into the season. Did he? I mean, uh, we, we already knew he's a, a future hall of famer. The, the, the Taylor Swift effect, nice little bonus though. Yeah, no, I mean, it It took kind of what could have been like a stagnant market for him, and especially coming off that injury and kind of just injected, no pun intended, with uh, a little bit of excitement for people that are maybe even not collectors or people that are and just kind of wanted to get back on the hype train for him. What is one player that has been a good surprise for you? We're, we're taking away Travis Kelsey is an obvious one. We've already talked about it. Give me a player that's been a good surprise for you that has gone up a lot in fantasy and card value from before the season. 
Um, you know, a guy that we really liked in the past couple of years, but he's just dealt with injuries. How about some Swift, baby? Swift on the Eagles. Yeah, he definitely seems to uh, to be to want it. You know, he's getting the opportunity right now. That offensive line is elite. So yeah, this is the best Swift has looked his entire career. I'm with you, and we're starting to finally see those values go up. You know, and he's a guy that people said could have been the RB one in in, uh, in the league and in fantasy. You know, if not for injuries, and you're kind of starting to see that now. He's playing, like you said, behind an elite line. He's getting more of a featured role. Uh, if he can just maintain that throughout the whole year, I mean, you've seen a lot of high <laughs> high yardage games out of him already. So it's off to a good start. He is off to a good start. Uh, for me, uh, and and like I mentioned, uh, I did I did flip that Swift from the other night. So shout out to Swift. Uh, for me, Steve, it's really been. Uh, Nico Collins, it's been CJ Stroud, it's been Tank Dell to a lesser degree, but it's really been CJ Stroud and Nico Collins, uh, that have really burst onto the scene here, uh, playing really well. CJ Stroud has yet to throw an interception in his NFL career, uh, in the regular season, so that's really impressive when you look at all the turnovers that these other quarterbacks are committing. Uh, and you know, I got a got a shout out to uh, player profiler for for being on Stroud as their top rookie quarterback uh, in terms of production heading into the season. Anthony Richardson's not too far behind him. Anthony Richardson's on pace to break the rushing touchdown uh, record as a rookie. So um, already four rushing touchdowns through only ten quarters. Like he didn't even he missed a, a lot of week two and all of week three. So. That guy's uh, really good as well. So, yeah, wh what are your thoughts on um, what are your thoughts on CJ Stroud, Nico Collins, and Tank Dell? Uh, I think they keep ascending. Honestly, you know, I, I thought that uh, Stroud reminded me a bit of Kyler uh, going into the season, and he is playing like it, but not acting like it. So. <laughs> That's even more uh, impressive, in my opinion. And I think Nico is kind of who we thought that he could be, and maybe even a little bit more already. It just goes to show what having a competent quarterback can do for you. But uh, I think those guys are trending in the right direction. And, you know, on weeks that we say we're taking Houston, I think every week that goes by, more and more people are going to take that serious and not assume it's an underdog take. Now, as always, we want to try and snipe some cards live on the stream here. And we have Nico like Collins that. now in his, his third year. Uh, you've got Tank Dell in his rookie year. So definitely a big difference in, in what you can get into. And the release dates definitely matter here. I, I know you like 10-10s. We got 10-10 here. That's a it's nice bronze uh, optic. So you get a little upgrade over the base Donner sticker, rookie auto rated rookie logo, 16 minutes, $56 kind of right. You know, the, here. the interesting thing about the graded market for Nico is, you know, there's not a lot of people that have been, you know, high on him up to this point. So there's just not many graded cards for him compared to other receivers. Yeah. I'd be interested uh, to pull him up here in our keep him web app reminder. Uh, th this is you my internet running slow guys, but. <laughs> But you can see uh, by the percent change that there's probably just not many transactions. Nah, there's not, man. I was actually 
Yeah, blow it. Yeah, if I blow it out to um, look his his most sold PSA ten card in the past hundred and eighty days is his Mosaic Genesis. Wow. Nice. That um, that is going for auction last week here at night for eighty six dollars. There's a couple auctions that ended a hundred ten dollar buy it now, which that the the low for that. Look at June. That was a forty five dollar buy it now. Buy it now and, for a PSA ten Genesis. Oh, and, and it was probably even lower last year. You know, Let's just go back to, to uh, show you. I mean, like, there's no mystery that you know, you know, QBs run the hobby and yada yada yada. But just goes to show you there is a formula and it does work for all positions. Let me get out of that. Yeah, so. It doesn't work for all positions, like you said. The, the formula, the process that we follow, definitely uh, getting in a groove. So, um, Steve, give me a guy who's your biggest disappointment for you or just someone you weren't in on to begin with before the season that has still shocked you in like how bad they've done. Oh, man, I feel like uh, I feel like if I said Justin Fields, that'd be like too obvious, but. You can't put it all on him, in my opinion. It's just been kind of like the whole team's a hot mess. So I won't even I won't even take that route. But I think I gotta go with my other main man, Joseph Burrow. Um, a lot of that because of the injuries. But I I can honestly tell you I've made some nice pickups because people are fire sailing in some cases, um, or at least selling at a value for me. So Burrow is a good buy right now. So so Burrow, you're on right now. You're not giving up on him after four games. Uh, that this is a a lost season. A it just a uh, shelf him. Like Car Carter thinks they should just shelf bench him for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, they just need to win a couple games. Uh, intermittently, and then they can make a nice run at the end of the season. So, I mean, it's too early to, to to mail it in. I think if they lose to the Cardinals this week, they're one and three, and the Cardinals have been competitive. You can tell that Josh Dobbs wants to win. This Cardinals team wants to win, Steve. This is uh, kind of fun to watch, man. Watch them knock off the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, this the the. Uh, the Cardinals now get the Bengals, a hobbled Bengals team. I think the Cardinals might be able to beat the Bengals this weekend, man. Yeah, they, they've looked pretty good. I think that the biggest mistake teams are making is just going into it a little too lightheartedly, you know. Pretend like it's a Super Bowl matchup. Pretend like they're the best team in football and over game plan, you know. And Everyone just assumed, and we assumed, that they'd be bad. I mean, the record doesn't reflect how well they've played, but they've played well enough to beat people, and they've not turned the ball over, which is probably one of the biggest things. So, yeah, they, they really need to come out in a big way. Burrow has not only sunk potentially the Bengals season, but possibly my keeper league season at this point. So, man, they got to win this one, man. They got to, right? I, if I look at the performances of Jamar Chase here, I mean, except for uh, week three against the Rams, it's it's been really bad. Like his target volume is fine, uh, but the, the yards per target, 
not great. Like week one, 4.3, it's kind of leveled out now around eight yards, uh, but no touchdowns. He's had zero touchdowns so far this year. And he's only put up that over a hundred yards, one game. And the, the last week was 73, but weeks one and two were like under 40 yards. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a little, little ways to go. I mean, we can't discount the fact that it's at least injury related. You know, it's not like Burrow just rolled out of bed and sucked all of a sudden. So, Bob in the chat mentioned Nico RTA's five bucks all last year. Absolutely, man. I, I yeah. bought uh, probably as many as I could find for, you know, the under 10 range uh, until they started getting above like 10, 12, 15, even. And, and if I was spending over 15 at, at a certain point, they had to be serial numbered. So I've gotten some. I think I have the lowest one I have is out of 23. And now you see all these five. Actually, I have one out of 10, Andy. I do have one out of 10. Nice. Nice. So look at look at this. Even a com C transaction here on a base rookie ticket auto for $17.50 plus $5 shipping. Uh $20 base, $40 for the silver prism. You love to see that because you know you were sniping that for like 10 bucks before the season started. Uh yeah, you know, uh one guy that's been really disappointing. Um, because he's actually been playing quite a bit is Jackson Smith Najigba as a rookie. You know, he's the the top rookie taken this past draft class, all hyped up, getting all the rated rookie love out at the rookie premier event. Uh Seahawks, you know, Geno Smith and 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 you called it Steve. I mean, they've had kind of some favorable matchups. And of course, you've got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett playing really well, but you know, JSN has actually been playing and his average distance of target is even worse than Jamar Chase's. Uh, and he just has not been getting any of the high value usage. Um, and and maybe maybe some of, of you guys thought that he wasn't going to produce like this, but it's been, um, I think, pretty disappointing seeing how he was the top wide receiver taking in the draft. Yeah, there's, I mean, that's, you, you got to remember, we, we go over this every year. And again, there are rookies that jump off the page, few and far between in their first season. But, you know, typically, and we've been spoiled in the past couple of years, but wide receivers in their first season, typically not blowing the stat sheet up. And, uh, you know, him and Gibbs are guys that in, in best ball, I typically faded unless they, you know, went past ADP by a significant margin then I grabbed them up. But, you know, a lot of these guys you're hoping really bolster you later in the year when they become more relevant or one of the starters gets hurt. But, you know, as long as he's third in the pecking order, fourth in the pecking order, you know, he's kind of a back burner guy for a little while. Gets that back burner, man. All right. So, Steve, before we get into this uh, this upcoming slate here this week and get into some of these pick some of these other card snipes, I want to welcome everybody to the chat. Bob, Chad, Derek. Uh, I think we had Rick. I saw Rick in there earlier. I starred one of his questions. Uh, I see Ryan out there and uh, Kyle. I see Kyle out there. I'm going to star your question up too, Kyle. And I just want to remind everybody, we are part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Check out FootballCardQuest.com if you want to accelerate your learning curve and get you know, uh, premium access to our bonus podcast in our Discord server. 
uh, and our monthly giveaways and um, all the other perks and benefits like that web app you just saw through Keepa. Check it out, guys, in the description below. Mr. Doll, what's good, man? So I got the stat leaders and I've got the fantasy leaders by position, Andy. Which one do you want to know first? Stat leaders and fantasy leaders by position. Well, yeah. what do you, what so what's the stats that your 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 stat leaders are being tracked by? Um so passing, rushing, uh and receiving. So any figure, you know, receiving is going to be mostly receivers and tight ends. Rushing obviously will be your running backs, passing will be quarterbacks almost exclusively. So, but we can sort it by yards, we can sort it by attempts, but I think that Hey, Tua was mentioned. We didn't get into him too deep. You know, you and I were have been high on Tua, I think, more so than most people. And he is your passing leader. 1,306 yards. Oh, buddy. In terms of overall uh, fantasy rank, what do you have Tua at now after PFF has him as a number 18 finish this week? Uh, for the season, according to Yahoo, standard Actually, I take that back. Not standard scoring. Our leagues do six points per touchdown, so he's four, uh, which is going to still put him probably in similar proximity to the other QBs around him. Yep. Uh, still have Jordan Love here. It's actually not doing too bad um, at, at their number at number seven overall. Patrick Mahomes number eight. That these these are the guys right around Tua. Jalen Hurts, number five, coming off a number six finish this past week with AJ Brown. Love is a guy that I thought last week was gonna, you know, kind of produce similarly to the, some of his lower output weeks so far. And you know, yeah, the Lions defense is good. That probably had something to do with it. But you know, a lot of his weeks three and seven were all carried by a lot of touchdowns with not a lot of yards. So. We, we do have to watch that carefully, as I know there's a lot of people in here that are probably you know, rolling out some of his cards, and that's going to be tied to his success, obviously. Jamie, welcome to the chat. Speaking of, um, you know, yeah, being tied to that success, man, look at the look at the rushing quarterbacks here. Lamar Jackson at number three, and we really haven't seen this pass-heavy Todd Munkin offense, have we? Steve, I mean, they talked all all off season about throwing the ball more, running less. Come on, man! We've seen how many rushing touchdowns now from Lamar Jackson at rushing yards. Where does he rank in rushing yards, Steve? Does 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 your app show you that? Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, he he. If I go far enough down the list, I'm sure he's on there. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Hold on one sec. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 19th overall so he is rushing uh more than some teams starting running backs <laughs> he's the 19th overall uh leading rusher here and uh yeah well come on come on ted Mogg. look at the, look at this passing yardage total here two 237 at cincinnati 202 against indianapolis uh but but look at look at this four rushing touchdowns Man, yeah. Four rushing touchdowns tied with Anthony Richardson. All right, Steve. 
what out of these out of these top 10 quarterbacks for the card market, if you had to pick one to buy into right now out of the top 10 that you see on the stream, uh, the, the, the screen here, uh, which one are you going with? I still think there's some good buys on Tua. I bought some recently and um, Dolphins are still, you know, I think still going to be maybe one of the favorites to go all the way this year. And, uh, you know, we're at this point of the season, we're already thinking, you know, who's going to be in the playoffs. And if you're buying a QB, especially that's the one of the barometers you should be using for end of the season flip. Explain to the people why this uh, base absolute here is not getting any bids and it's only a dollar ninety nine, Steve. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, even that card for Burrow is probably what, about five to eight bucks. So absolute as a set is just typically a, a bit more common and overprinted, which leads to less desirability. You could see the base Chronicles Black uh, right there for 10. So, you know, there's a difference between base, depending on which set you're getting it from. You know, the absolute isn't going to be too sought after. If they end up in the Super Bowl, that's maybe a 8 to $10 card, but you Rolling a big dice for that. Yeah, it's Mosaic from 2020 just does not perform well against all the other sets. And then you look at something like Absolute and you're like, oh, maybe Mosaic doesn't do that, do that bad. You know, when you look at the base score, the base Absolute uh, stuff from Chronicles, besides the Prism Black, you know, that's... That's I I like that card, Steve. I like the yeah. prism black better than the regular prism, but I understand that it's got a higher print run. So I have to like you know my brain doesn't it my brain doesn't work in a pure artistic form. It's always some kind of numbers behind you know this buying decisions. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. You know me. I like I like my mosaic. I, I think that there's a ton of value there, and maybe use leverage for someone that might not have as much favoritism towards it. I was able to get a bunch of uh, Hertz, Tua, Burrow, etc. When they had their their canyons, if you will, in uh, in PSA ten slabs. So I got the uh, nice thing about about the Burrows is you have the orange match with two of and uh hurts there's greens so those work out perfectly for those guys and again they're the burrows i think are probably in the 200 range and you could probably get the two is still sub 100 so something to think about and they get the dolphins this week so i mean they get the dolphin listen to me uh the they get the giants <laughs> The Giants are going to Miami to play the Dolphins. Tua gets the Giants in Miami. Oh, this is this this should be another bloodbath for the Dolphins. Or do you think the Giants can actually surprise anybody after what we saw from Daniel Jones? Another pathetic outing. I, I don't know if you're watching the the Peyton and Eli thing, but man, it got real quiet towards the end of that game on their stream. Oh, I, I will say this, and and I probably not a lot of people would agree, but. You can't put it on him. He, he actually had an incredibly high completion rate. He rushed for a lot of yards. He was getting bludgeoned every drop back. What did he get sacked? 12 times, 10 times, something like that? He got sacked a lot, man. <laughs> you got to get the ball out quicker. 
you got yeah, you, yeah that, gotta that have, maybe that's it, the, yeah and maybe that's a lot of play him. design you know too you, you can't put every sack on him you can maybe put a few i'm not going to say it's none of it's his fault but at the end of the day i think it comes down to the receivers aren't good that's realistically what it is if he's holding on to the ball then that's because nobody's getting open we didn't really see that with them last year but he looks like he's terrified yeah i agree I yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what um, what this uh, uh, separation rate is like for Paris Campbell because you know he's a very fast, you know, slot receiver. Darren Waller, where's Darren Waller at? You know, uh, Jalen Hyatt looks great out there, but I feel like maybe they're not utilizing him properly. That was one thing that Peyton Manning kept talking about on the stream. Uh, asked, wondering why he's not out there. Like, if, if if he's clearly your best playmaker on the outside, like why is he not out there? You know. Um, so there's definitely some issues there. And of course they're, they're suffering from missing Saquon Barkley. Like Matt Breida is not Raheem Mostert, you know, uh, Saquon Barkley is definitely missed in that offense, uh, dealing with a high ankle sprain. So he'll be back. He'll be back, but uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be back this week. It's, it's, that's pretty quick for a high ankle. Uh, they got a tough matchup here in Miami getting baked by that sun <laughs> where the Miami, uh, hang, hangs yeah. the visiting team out to out to burn, and the Giants' passing offense is thirty second in the league right now in passing offense. Yeah, until Barkley comes back, I don't know, man. They don't have a chance. They're just sending the house every time, and there's just no way. There's just no way for anyone to get open. They don't have any, you know, key guys in that in that passing game that, that he can rely on. Yeah, and uh, look at the grades of some of the the PFF grades of some of the safeties right now. Like Holland, uh, second out of eighty-seven safeties. Um, Elliott up here, fourteenth out of eighty-seven. This is not going to be an easy matchup at all for um, for Daniel Jones. Who, I mean, Steve, he has played. Whether whether it's it's a combination of all those things, but the the output has been terrible. It has been terrible. So uh, this is this is a major uphill battle. He is a disappointing player. I'll tell you that because oh, yeah. I was expecting a lot more from the Giants' offense. I had more exposure to Daniel Jones in fantasy than cards, but I was definitely advocating him as a uh, definitely a possible buy as having part of your portfolio. And now I'm like, oh man, what is going on here? The ball security, the pressure rates allowed, the the play designs. You know, it's things things are kind of falling off the wheels right now for the Giants. Uh, and the get coming to the Dolphins is is not gonna be, I don't think, the matchup that that they bounce back on. Um I th- I think this matchup, I you know what I think this matchup is gonna be great for Devon A chain to maybe pick up some more hype, maybe go up a little bit more. Steve, uh, do you think he could still be a buy if he's lower in card value than Jameer Gibbs, Bijan Robinson. The problem with, you know, the the guys that are just brand brand new and there's not a lot of product for is, in my opinion, they're almost always going to be overpriced. So I, I I haven't seen a lot of his stuff yet. I see some of the stuff that Chad was selling, um, and like the green elites going for like fifteen to twenty bucks. That's just mad to me, man. <laughs> I don't care how 
I don't care how good the guy is. That's just madness to me. Yeah, he doesn't he he doesn't have a whole lot of cards out yet because uh, he you know he doesn't have the draft capital of Bijan or Jameer. Um, so when we when we're looking at this and we're comparing the two, I'm like, yeah, but man, this guy is putting up multiple touchdowns a game. He's got yards per carry over ten. We knew we had that speed, and that's why we we kept drafting him in like the eighth to tenth round in fantasy, and we wanted to get his cards, but it was like, do we get a a leaf card or a sage card or we just wait and now we've got mosaic out steve and you've got score and you've got some of those elite cards that you were talking about out for them and i i know it's tough to to buy because uh some of these prices but i'm wondering if some of this low-hanging fruit from mosaic that you're seeing on the screen here makes sense uh to do a quick flip i mean if this guy in, in, in like continues on his incredible uh, rookie run here. I mean, Dal the um, the Giants' run defense is 25th right now in the league. So, I mean, it's a positive game script. We've seen that the Dolphins don't necessarily pass a ton over expectation in neutral game scripts. That has not been the case. Um, you know, there uh, Mike McDaniel's comes from that Kyle Shanahan coaching tree, so he's a big you know spread zone run scheme style offense that sets up the pass and obviously you can sprinkle on the pass at any point with Tyreek and Waddle but it sure seems like if they can this is a layup matchup with a lot of a chain uh <laughs> I feel like he could have a like easy RB1 week here and that's that's like I'm wondering if if he is lower than Gibbs which cuz Gibbs is getting suppressed by Montgomery Montgomery has been the big touchdown guy, like putting up the big performances and uh, Gibbs is having some nice runs. He looks like speedy and fast, but it's kind of almost like last year be before Isaiah Pacheco broke out when Clyde Edwards Hilaire was still getting those, you know, kind of David Montgomery runs that David Montgomery is getting this year. Uh, even though, you know, I'm not comparing the two Montgomery is a lot better than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> Let's just make that clear. But <laughs> But you get what I'm saying, right? Now you see why I've always liked the guy so much, Andy. Man, it just sucks that we couldn't do we couldn't do him justice here, and I'm just glad that he's doing well over there. But it, yeah, you know, man, it doesn't seem like you guys do a whole lot of people justice. I look at how good Roquan Smith is now doing for the Ravens. I mean, he's tearing it up over there. Uh, he was <laughs> he was one of the best linebackers in the league, and they just let him they just let him go. They didn't want to pay him, and then they went out and paid. Two other linebackers instead, which I just make it make sense, Andy. Make it make sense. Mm, are you um, are you buying any redemptions right now? If you could get a good price on a Devon A chain mosaic rookie redemption, I'm kind of disappointed it's in redemption too. By the way, yeah. But are you are you buying it? Man, I feel like I don't know. I, I couldn't. Maybe not at two hundred. You know, maybe if we're talking about a much less price than that. I mean, we're you're talking about a slight gamble in the redemption where who knows when you'll get it. I know people that still haven't gotten fields redemptions from 2021. You know, that, that those are starting to come for, back. The prime window for selling Andy is dependent on you having the card in hand, you know, wait, di didn't you get a redemption recently? 
I did. We didn't show it on air yet, but I did post it in the Discord. Do you remember? It, it was uh, one of our streams, like right after the national. You were like, "Oh, I'm gonna sh show this next stream." Yeah, I got it right here. You want to see it? Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> brace yourselves. While Steve is getting that out, make sure you hit the uh, the like button for the sick redemption that Steve's about to show us. This is so. So tell us the story about this redemption, real quick. Yeah. So um, I had some redemptions sent to uh, Panini and uh, I didn't get them for a really long time. So uh, a friend of mine recommended going to the Panini booth at the national to talk to a rep. The, uh, <laughs> they did actually let me to the front of the line. True story. Uh, just because they thought my story was unique and worth the attention of getting put to the front of the line. So, I talked to the the lady rep. I wish I remembered her name so I could thank her for taking this time and doing this for me. But she said, I see your order here. I see that you've been waiting a long time. When I get back to the office, I'll pull your order myself and get it out in the mail. And like five days later, I got an email saying that my, my cards were en route. So without wasting any more time here, let's go with the first one. Let's see, I'm trying not to... The lighting is a bit extreme here, but you can see the Hertz XRC. Oh, baby. And is it... the Fields XRC. Man, that lighting is just nah. brutal. Is it better if I move it closer? Yeah, no, you just got a big old reflection. There you go. You got, you got from the computer screen. There you go. There you go. So, nice. yeah, man, that was a, a happy moment in my life. Uh, those both still fetch a pretty penny, so uh, we'll be holding the Hertz for now, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, Fields can string a couple more wins together and uh, get that one rolling. All right, so if look at this, Steve, this is so enticing. Like if you were just an entry level person, um, I don't know if you were able to catch our mosaic break from uh friday night but we ripped a lot of these horizontal nfl debut cards you know those have gone lower historically in 2020 and 2021 when compared to the base rookie but then i've got a base rookie here for 588 i feel like someone entry level could come in and flip that card that's kind of like a flagship uh premium base card right now i mean you got the only set that's really going to rival this is Donruss coming out, uh, and and that doesn't come out till November, like some probably around I would imagine towards end of November. You know, we talked about comparing, you know, player A to player B, and and you know what you should pay or what you shouldn't pay. So, I would say if you can find, let's say, uh, Devon A Chain, Mosaic you know, specific color variation that you like. Compare it to uh, a guy like Amon Ra, right, from a different year, but a guy that's super hyped up right now. And, and just ask yourself, is A-Chain or Chan or whatever he's calling himself these days, is he worth two times as much as Amon Ra? Is he worth three times as much? Or if the price you're finding is just a bit less, then maybe that's the good spot to be in. But you know, a lot of times we talk about the hyper relevancy and, you know, if he keeps taking a backseat to, uh, excuse me, for Gibbs, if he keeps taking a backseat to Montgomery, you're going to continue to see his stuff go down where with uh, Devon A-Chain, 
his stuff could keep going up if he keeps producing. Now he is still kind of like in a timeshare, but um, if he keeps producing, even if it's unlimited touches, his value is uh, could go sky high. Honestly, I don't know if you caught that, but I had the apostrophe in for Devon A, A- Chain or however you say uh-huh. it. Um, I took it out and I got all new search results on eBay. So just a pro tip out there for you guys. If you're searching up Devon A-Chain, take that apostrophe out because it looks like most people and they are giving you different search results with that in. Ooh, yeah, good call, man. Ooh, Look man. at that, man. Plates That's and patches <laughs> out of 10. Ending in 13 minutes, currently $281. Even this red, like red does red does um go pretty well with the dolphins, don't you think, Steve? I feel like the reds do well with any team for whatever reason. The one I actually really like is the uh red and yellow prism choices. They're out of 80. There's the Gibbs on the right. If you can find that, those always do really well. And honestly, even with some of the veterans, they do well. So it looks like A-Chain and Gibbs are at about the same value. So that that is going to make it a, a, an even harder case to buy A-Chain. This is almost one of the times where if you were buying A-Chain maybe over this past weekend or maybe on Monday, Monday probably was a great day to buy A-Chain, you know, like get onto his midweek market because – I. To me, Steve, I see a big difference between the midweek eBay auction and buy it now market compared to the weekend. Uh, and do you definitely want to? You definitely want to be aware of those ebbs and flows because there is a lot of auctions that go down every week. Yeah, the best thing you can do is pick a couple that you like or pick a set you like, and just do a saved search for. You know, Mosaic 2023, and then the player's last name. Since the first name is going to be spelled differently in a couple different uh, listings like we saw, and just watch a bunch of them. You're going to see, you know, a whole bunch of them starting off at 99 cents and just watch a whole bunch of them till the the last second and see if you can grab a couple of them at a reasonable price. And that's going to be the way to do it. Right now, the buy it now, as we're seeing them, seem to be – well, that pink swirl is not too bad because it's so new and so rare. But, you know, you're seeing color match, non-serial numbered stuff going for obnoxious prices. Yeah, I'm trying to find a good card to compare between the two. But, yeah, I, I do see like this is that um, silver mosaic for A-Chain that probably went around $20, I imagine. It almost does seem like here during the week there's been better deals on Gibbs comparatively speaking, but uh Gibbs has more rookie cards. So like the score, the base score rookie auto for A chain going for thirty dollars with that dolphin logo but college uniform. Uh I feel like yeah, I mean when you compare that to I'm sure Gibbs's score rookie auto is not going for that. It, I mean he should have been printed in that set and that that card. There's a chance he wasn't, though, uh, but it should probably be going for less just because of how many more cards he's got out. One thing to consider, too, is at least for now, and I'm sure you've heard the news and some of you have probably seen the news, but at least for now, 
Panini, it sounds like the ruling is that Panini can continue to printing cards for a little while until they say otherwise. So don't, don't treat Mosaic like it's the end all be all. It's as of right now, it's not going to be the last set printed this year. Like they originally said. So, you know, don't think you have to overpay. There's other stuff coming and you know, you're going to want uh, select. You're going to want prism. You're going to want optic. You're going to want, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I'm not saying don't grab up some mosaic, but just don't forget that whatever the newest set is, is always, always extra expensive until the next one comes out. It is, man. And that is a great buying recommendation. All right, Steve, time for a couple selling recommendation. If you got these guard, these guys cards, you probably have been holding them for a little while. Maybe you're unsure of what to do. This is my sell recommendation of the week. Dalvin Cook, if you haven't done it already, go ahead and do it with the Jets. Uh, Steve, Dalvin Cook, what are your thoughts on selling Dalvin Cook? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, although they did say that in practice he now looks like he's running full speed. So the thing you really have to worry about is the rest of that offense, not necessarily Dalvin Cook. It's a wonder if any running back in that offense is going to be able to produce anything with how bad they've looked lately. So uh, I, as a whole, I would just stay away from buying Delvin Cook. And if you do have some and you can reclaim, you know, some investment or even make a profit on what, what you have, I, I would move them too. So in week one, his snap share was 50% when we thought this uh, this team was going to be legit. And, you know, Rodgers went down after the fourth play. So we've pretty much seen now the four, first uh, four games with Zach Wilson. And uh, it's, it's been a tough schedule, but we knew that for the Jets. That's why they had Rodgers. Uh, but anyways, I digress. So Dalvin Cook's snap share week one, 50%, two and a half yards per carry. Uh, week two it went down to 36%. 1.75 yards per carry. Week three uh, down to 25% snap share now, two and a half, 2.25 yards per carry. And this past week, again, 25% snap share, 3.2 yards per carry. Even when they had the passing game humming with Garrett Wilson, which was probably the best game I've ever seen Zach Wilson play was this past week. I was uh, quite impressed by Zach Wilson on Sunday night, but um, Steve, yeah, this this snap share keeps going down for Cook. I've also heard Robert Salas say that the the wheels are off for um, Bryce uh, for Brees Hall, and he's going to have a full. He's like, we're ready to give him a full workload, uh, and his snap share conversely has gone up each week to now about that fifty percent mark, and his yards per carry. This past week, 9.33. Granted, it was bad in weeks two and three, the same time Cooks was. But he has two weeks where his yards per carry are uh, way better. We know he's the more explosive player. I I just look, look Steve, I see on, on eBay here, there's actually people still buying Dalvin Cook cards, and they have some decent value to them. So I, I think this is the, the time that if you've got these things to go ahead and sell them. Like I, I'm, I'm still seeing people pay $20 for the base horizontal rookie ticket auto. What about this rookie reflex red foil? Somebody paid $30 for this uh, triple uh, McCaffrey four net 
what is that? Is yeah, that's CMC Fournette and uh, Dalvin Cook patch out of 99 bgs 9.5 no autos this is from gold standard so it's not like these are game use patches or anything they're there's single color a hundred dollars this thing went for and i get cmc's probably booing that card but yeah. that's a cool card not not for a hundred but just because mccaffrey's on it that's cool yeah national treasures 90 uh Ooh, man that's that's a rare card right there yeah, but he's still getting the bids. It might be a lot lower. For a silver 10. Wow. Like man. silver 10. Okay. Yeah, that's so somebody somebody got some really cheap cards there. Um on on those. If you uh, have that silver yeah. 10, you bought it for 10 bucks, don't sell it. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that's that's, the, that's can, the floor. That's yeah, the floor. That's, you can probably make money on that still, honestly. Um you know, guys that uh, I would say uh, I would sell, they're guys that I wouldn't have bought before, but I know people have been kind of big on them. Pickett and Pickens, the combo. Oh, boy. It, I knew Mitchell Trubisky was coming up on this live stream. <laughs> it has I knew. nothing to do with that. but I, I didn't even put him on the show sheet because I knew you would bring him up, man. <laughs> Where's Brad? Get in here, Brad. No, um, it's your time. Yeah. It's your time to shine. Trubisky truthers unite going against the Ravens this week. Um, next week you'll have, uh, Deontay back. I believe taking his, uh, elite alpha receiving role back. And, uh, man, let's just be honest. I I've never been high on pickings at all. That flash in the pan preseason really got people excited, but there just hasn't been anything of excitement at all. I mean, he, the fact that he doesn't have 10 interceptions right now just is because defensive backs can't catch very well. So that I think that's actually a, a great comparison to do in card values is look at what George Pickens is going to in relation to Brees Hall because I, I kind of like that. I, th I think I'd rather – I'd sell Pickens. Pickens is, has had so much hype because of these one-handed catches he makes and – uh, the goofy stuff that he does, like wearing the ski mask, watching himself play and stuff, you know, like um, that, that, that kind of stuff I think makes, and plus the Steelers is just, man, I think his market has gone wild since his rookie year. So uh, if you could, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's had all the opportunities with Deontay out. He only has 16 catches. You know what I mean? That's, that's not a lot for a guy that is the alpha on the team at the moment anyway. Uh -huh. That, that might pick. spike, man. That might spike with Trubisky. Could. It could. The There was a breeze that you went past, Andy. It was an orange optic auto. I could not believe the price. I could not believe the price. Uh, oh, that one. This one? How is that only $39? Uh, I think maybe because it's based on and And you have a sticker auto and it's a nine. I think those are the things that kind of held it back. I personally would rather have this card raw and, and sell it in a buy it now. I feel like this card raw in a buy it now, I'd probably be able to get 60 to $70 for it with it being serial numbered out of 75. I mean, he's got, it's a guy that's got insane upside that is coming off of an injury. That's congrats to whoever picked that up at 39. So 
I like to find cards that are in common because of how many different cards there are for each of these players. Sure. So I, I typically go to the rookie ticket auto, Steve. I don't know about you. What um what card do you feel like you like to go to whenever you're trying to gauge a player's current stock? Yeah, Optic Hollow or Prism Silver is probably mm. the next best two. Not because they're worth the most, but probably because they're the most bought and sold. Yeah, those make sense because they're not super common. They're not super rare, yet they have that silver prism finish. It's like super desirable. Optic Hollow's got the rated rookie logo, and and Prism's just Prism, man. They just they're just Prism. They just have always been that popular. I think we're seeing exactly what we were looking for here already. And that is the inflated value of like maybe some of the big plays we saw with Pickens early in the year versus a guy that, you know, could be league changing when he's healthy. Could I mean, the Jets defense is good enough that they could win games just on the back of Brees Hall, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's just got he gets guaranteed opportunities each game. That role is going to continue to increase as he gets healthy. We saw him be Christian McCaffrey in his rookie season. I mean, he he just like rolled right in. It was going to be 50-50 him, Michael Carter. I mean, he just that's what it started out with, just like in week one where he had Dalvin at the 50. But now as Brees has become healthy, I mean, he is he's the guy. He's he's the home run hitter. It's like it's it's a no-brainer to have him in there as much as you can. So um yeah, comparing these two, you can see a lot of opportunity uh here for Brees on the right hand side with rookie ticket autos out of 25 for 70 when you've got or or look at this one blue out of 99 sold for around 50 40 to 50 with I mean, the, the best the offer Jahan Dotson's go for more than that Jahan Dotson they do they do man Look, Ooh, there, there you go. There's a nice little snipe, a $39 silver prism uh, rookie ticket auto. That, you know, uh, I'm glad I sold my Jahan Dotson, but he's still an interesting player. I know some guys out there. Shout out to Billy. I see Filthy's in the house. Um, they they, uh, they like Jahan Dotson. They like Jahan Dotson. They like the touchdown upside. I mean, you guys were with me at the National. You saw me snipe the uh, Jahan Dotson $30 silver prism rookie ticket auto i'm like that's a good deal for a second year player here's the Brees hall at 39 i sold that dotson for like 69 yeah yeah i sold it for 69 not too long ago that that was that week one whenever terry mclaurin was uh uh supposedly gonna miss but then ended up showing up at game time so um man i'm liking i am liking what i'm seeing here on Brees, steve yeah, I think that the trends between these prices uh, more than likely as the season goes on begin to reverse. That being the breezes go up and the pickenses probably go down. Yep, and they get the Broncos this week. So the Jets go to Denver. The Broncos passing oh, defense has been 32nd. Their run defense has been 30th. Their defense has been so bad. And the Jets need a win. They just need a win. And the guy to give you that win is Brees Hall. This is it. I mean, this is the game for him to truly, once again, put his stamp that he should have been taken at the end of the first round. Um, 
in a lot of leagues. You know, Andy, I don't know how much you watched of the Jets-KC game, but there's definitely a little bit of controversy, a little controversy in how that game ended and was officiated. I know I saw a couple plays that definitely went blatantly in the Chiefs' favor. Uh, no no uh, speculating. It was, it was obvious to anyone that was paying attention. So, I mean, <laughs> that's going to play the Broncos, who, you know, uh, with the exception of playing the bears have just been getting absolutely steamrolled. I mean, if, if the bears didn't let off the gas, it was looking like a massacre. So I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, you said that Zach Wilson had his best game uh, last week. He might have his best game this week. Now. Now I, he very well may. I mean, this is the game. This is the game for Zach Wilson to, to come out of his shell after, after having a confident performance, and putting up some production and some touchdowns this past week, take care of the ball. And, and now, you know, they get this weak, weak Broncos defense with an offense that's desperate for a win. I mean, you guys had them, you guys had them at check, just couldn't quite get them to checkmate. You let them come back on you. And I know you, I know, I don't want you to relive it. I know there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of issues there. In that second half, but we, we, this it was Broncos just the team, same thing as we saw all game last year, so it wasn't too big. Yeah. Justin Fields looked like an MVP for the first half of that game last week, and it was like, holy crap, here we go. And I could not believe the Broncos came back and uh, and beat you guys, but we got to see. All right, man, see, dude, this guy is good. You know, this team can be good. Bear, Bears were the second or third uh, most scoring offense in the NFL through what the last nine games last year. So this isn't like an anomaly or a flash in the pan. Like the, the skill is there. I think it's not being managed correctly more than anything else. So, you know, they saw what they did in the first half. It wasn't like they just rolled a bunch of different guys out there. It was the same squad. And, you know, I think they just tried to sit on it and you, that you can't do that in the NFL. So Steve, I see this, um, this rookie ticket auto PSA 10 for Brees Hall here ending in 45 minutes. It's got 19 bids currently only 105 though, which is really juicy to me because I I know for a fact, like whenever I look at the Christian Watson uh, rookie ticket auto PSA 10s, uh, those are going to be like 250, 300. If I, if I look at like the top value of um, Garrett Wilson and pull in his, um, Panini contenders and see what uh, what they're doing. Look at look at the trend already on Brees Hall. I'm pretty sure is that uh, the same one? Yeah, because there's a photo variation. Yeah, it's the same exact card. So same exact card. The Brees Hall trend already is is ending around 157, 176. What's the one year high on that? 52 week high to 280. Is that a confirmed transaction? Oh, man. It sure looks like it. A confirmed transaction there on September 3rd from DC Sports 87. Uh, right, right the, before the season started. There was another one right b- below the one you're looking at that I actually wanted to take a look at. Back on the eBay listing. Back on back on the eBay listings. Yes, that that one. Yep, yep. Buy it now, baby. One ninety-five. So, 
these are the kind of listings that can really work in your favor for a buyer or hurt you as a seller. Maybe this guy's just hoping to get 124 and that's why he's got the floor set there. But, mm. you know, it's not graded. I get it. But look at the scarcity and look at the uh, variation that you're getting and, you know, use that as a selling tool versus just the grade because you could hypothetically get that for the same price as the PSA 10 of the is it was is that a base, Andy? Would you say it's a base? Uh base variation. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like base base price for that. No, card. no, the, the first one you showed that's like a base variation. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the base variation, yeah. So I mean that's a question for you then. I mean, if you have $120 in your hand and you can get either one of those, which one do you want? Uh that's a great question, man. At this stage in the game. Uh man, I'm I'm <laughs> dude, I'm not gonna lie, I'm torn on it because that PSA 10 slab is just so liquid. It's just so liquid, and that's a hard card to get a 10 on. And this one's horizontally formatted, and I don't get the color match, but I do get a sick pulsar and I do get a super low serial number. Ah man, I gotta go with the 10. I'm gonna go with the 10 just because it's like all right, on card rookie auto check. And I'm in the most liquid slab possible, which it's hard to get that great on this card. So I just feel like, man, that's just so that's just so like chalky right there. That PSA 10. What do you guys think in the chat? You All right, think? type 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 um type 10 or uh, or P for purple in the chat. Pulsar purple. You could type PSA PP 10 or P for the purple. There you go. For, for $120 in your hand, which one are you buying? I do like the idea of sending this guy a low ball offer. Oh, I got uh, th three to to one oh. uh, tenth. Okay, a lot of votes coming in right now. Uh, Bob, 10. Chad, 10. James said, sell me a purple Jets card. <laughs> card guy says, I P, think that Ryan thing would, P. I think that thing would look just super nice in a one touch man <laughs> Chad says you can't sell me a uh, purple jets car colby says 10 10 so it looks like orin what's up man we got orin coming in with a 10 here so yeah it's, it's uh you got a you got a few p votes out there you got three p votes to that's that's the beauty of the hobby andy yep. that's the beauty yep. if, if it was all one-sided then there would be no desirability for variations that's true, man. That is that is so true. Uh, that that is one of the one of the aspects we like about the hobby. So, Steve, uh, give me a give me a sell recommendation from you uh, right now. Uh, well, I had Pickens and Pickett were my. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you give me sell. You did get. I I know what I wanted to ask you, Steve. All right, this is what I want to look up because we were on the uh, the Broncos and the Jets game, and we're on the Barista there. Uh, on the other side, on the Broncos, let's talk about this. Javante Williams. He's another interesting uh, second year running back that we like. No, Javante's thir uh, third year running back, but I digress because he missed most of his, la his second year with an ACL. Now he's got a hip injury. Steve, do you think that this hip injury? You're watching the game. It kind of reminds me of when Michael Gallup and Chris Godwin went down after they came back from ACLs 
it's it's almost like they compensate for suffering the major injury and they're more susceptible that following year trying to come back when they're not quite 100% and they get another injury. So I look at the rest of the backfield. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, Dusty, this kid, Jaleel McLaughlin, the rookie who coincidentally has the all-time college football rushing yards record. All, obviously from a small school, but he does have the all-time college football rushing yards record. And I'm curious if there's any cards for him. I'm curious, uh, you know, what you think about this 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 um, Broncos backfield. Could Jaleel McLaughlin emerge as some kind of Devin A chain, or is Javante Williams going to come back and and take this thing right back over? Yeah, I, I think the injury is not as bad as they're saying. In fact, today they said it was more of a upper thigh than hip. So um, they even said that though not likely to play this week, they don't think he'll miss a bunch of time. So that's that's pretty important to, to keep into consideration. You know, even if this other uh, – what's what's the guy's name, McLaughlin? I, I did watch him run all over the Bears, so that, not that that's a massive uh, W, but – it's still a good performance, and he did look good. He looked fast. I think more than anything, it's not a threat to Javante's job is maybe taking time away from P. Ryan. Yeah, this this cat is – he kind of reminds me of, like, Philip Lindsay uh, for the Denver Broncos. So uh, he's interesting, but I think you're right, man. I, I don't think – I think once Javante gets healthy, he's going to step right back into that role. Uh, where Sean Payton wants him as the early down back, and it's still going to be like a 70% Javante uh, and then 30% McLaughlin. So um, he's interesting for like a, a quick flip on Comp C. He could buy his cards hype uh, super low. I'm not finding anything for him yet, though. I mean, this guy was undrafted, so it's going to be really tough, I think. Um you guys probably have already looked into his market. Yeah, I think he's a guy for now to watch watch for fantasy. I don't I don't know that there's any cards for him yet. Oh, is that Oh, those are all custom. These are like photos, these are custom yeah. made cards I don't and think, that's that's it. I doubt you know with a lot of these guys Andy, you can probably confirm this, but a lot of guys that don't get drafted, their first card is usually contenders. Now, that, if he that's does, a great like, point. Start balling out. They may print them in a different set. Um, select not, that they have like select field level or something. Yeah, in a set that's not printed that'll be out later in the year. But usually, a lot of guys that are late picks or not drafted, a lot of times their first card is contenders. This cat, this cat. If you go to uh, tcdb.com, you can see all sets and cards within those sets that players are printed in. He's not even in there. He's not even on their website, man. Oh wow, yeah. So he that means you basically just confirmed he doesn't have any. Travis, welcome to the chat. All right. Uh, so Steve, we're gonna go through the the slate this week. We've got a little bit shorter slate. Uh, like we mentioned, we're we're now at the bye weeks. Uh, Cleveland, the Chargers, Seattle. And Tampa Bay, my Buccaneers that are three and one on top of the NFC South, are all on a bye week this week. Uh, so we have a shortened slate, only 10 one o'clock games this week. And uh, so 
Uh, we're going to go through them. We're going to put in some underdog slips. We're going to be bouncing back and forth between the card market and uh, what we find on eBay. I, I want to buy some more cards on COMC too. Maybe some defensive players because uh, their market might be a little bit more, uh, you know, kind of attackable or attainable on there. So that'll be something interesting we're going to look at. And um, yeah, man, I'm ready to get after it. Oh, I want to talk about our... our um, our, our slips that we put in last week. I want to look at those real quick. We didn't quite hit this past time, man. Yeah, I, there was a couple I wasn't too high on, but, you know, I know you had your heart set on doing a, a single game five-legger. I'm all about the five-leggers, but I don't like doing them in one game. There's just too many things that can go wrong. There's a lot that they that can go wrong for sure, man. We um, you can see here on this this last pick, uh, we got Matt Stafford right. We got the two two Atwell targets over. We didn't quite get there with Zach Moss rushing yards, and turns out, in fact, no, Anthony Richardson is gonna affect Zach Moss's rushing yards negatively. So that one was bad. And then Zeke, Zeke did not get there. We missed out um, on the touchdown, which. <laughs> he didn't get anyways. It, yeah, it was so, only unfortunately because they were getting blown out. His usage is actually yeah. gone way up, but um, they're not going to put him in the game and risk hurting him when they're down by that much. He was mossed, man. He was, he was, um, yeah, he he was the the court jester for the Cowboys on on Sunday. So, uh, and then and then this one, man, we got digs. We just quite we went with the completions on Josh Allen, Steve, and we missed it by two two and a half completions. So technically three. And uh man, it's, we got two uh yeah. Just a lot of short get, fields and yeah. Yeah, and and uh look at look at uh, Gabe Davis. We needed more than three because we picked over and he got three. So we didn't get that one either. That one Actually, that one tied out. So I think, you see, it pushed. So we would actually, if, if, if they meet the, the over-under, then they push, and you have to just, you'll get the payout for 4X. Right. So that's something to keep in mind when you're, when you're on underdogfantasy.com making those, those picks. Um, and uh, I think this, yeah, yeah, these were picks that I put in this week as well, man. This one. Oh, you started the Sean. Whoops. <laughs> uh, whoops. I didn't remember. I don't remember doing that one, but I may have done it early in the week and just never changed it. You know. I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know he wasn't going to play. I would have oh. not given them a chance in hell to win that game if I thought that that he wasn't playing. Man, DTR Aiden O'Connell went uh, pretty rough. Huh? Pretty rough NFL debut for them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's their first game. Realistically, it's not not a lot to expect, and uh, that 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 pretty much summarizes it. Not a lot to expect from those guys, especially against like a team with a high win percentage. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of percentages, I went with the Justin Fields completion percentage, <laughs> and because he had been throwing such a low completion percentage, and um, yeah. 80%. He was like, I remember listening to Red Zone. It was like he was 100% in the first half. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> of course. Do you, do you know the one incompletion he had in the first half? 
it was a it was a hail mary from like the thirty to the end zone at the end of the quarter. So literally, I wouldn't even count that one. So he basically was one hundred percent in the first half. All right, we're back at it this week because the week before, you can see we we absolutely smashed. So, uh, man, we were close, and and my guy Big Mike got to monitor his hamstring injury. Um, but uh, we got plenty of weapons on Tampa, so give Mike a couple weeks off here, I guess, for the hammy. Although, I'd love to have him in there, but I want I got to make sure the man's hammy's right. Speaking of Tampa, man. Uh, that's that they got lucky that they didn't roll Jameis out there. I mean, Carr looked like handicap. Like I don't know what made them want to play him. Hurt. He didn't look. I mean, he looked real bad. Like no arm strength, and they weren't throwing downfield because of it. And they just were limited in what they could do, and it obviously cost them the game. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, Winston, and he didn't get to come into the end, and then he throws an interception. <laughs> Uh, at the end, so it's like insult to injury, you know. <laughs> but it was perfect for Tampa Bay fans. I mean, that was awesome. I was just like really enjoying that on Sunday. What do we? What do we got? And what are we looking right. at for uh, getting this guy rolling here? Yep. All right. So Ryan, man, uh, Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, Bucks, all bye weeks this week. Uh, we look at the game slate. Uh, let's go back to the scores and schedules. Go through this. You got your Bears on Thursday night. Did they get their first win of the season against the two and two Commanders here? Probably not. <laughs> as much as I'd like to believe it, they're going to be in Washington. Commanders' run defense is twenty uh, seventh in yards allowed per carry. Their passing defense is twenty first in DVOA, twenty third in yards allowed per pass. It sets up pretty good for a Bears offense to get a a, a nice matchup here. We'll, we'll see if the what kind of commanders offense. The thing is that I've noticed with Sam Howell, if you look at his pressured completion percentage versus his uh, clean pocket completion percentage, is night and day. Uh, he's been making good throws, good decisions whenever he's not under pressure, and he gets uh, flustered and makes some bad decisions. And bad throws whenever he gets a lot of pressure. So I know you guys are pretty low in pressure rate. Uh, so um, I'm interested to to see if this game could turn into a shootout. Thursday night games are weird, Steve, but I think that this one's got some sneaky potential to go over. Anytime you've got key injuries, um, having a short week is not working out in your favor, especially on the road. So Eddie Jackson was out. Jalen Johnson was out. I would assume on the short turnaround, they probably miss again. Uh, that just makes things all that much better for Brian Robinson, Sam Howell, McLaurin, even Jahan Dotson. Brian Robinson's super interesting. You know, that's a guy we didn't pull up next to Brees. But Brian Robinson having uh, quite the run right now, Steve. And I actually... I, I think he's a great guy to have in this game for the commanders. I mean, if you, you, you t listen to the, your, you know, uh, how you initially felt like, nah, the bears probably not going to win this. And it's probably going to be a positive game script for the commanders. You know, uh, if, if that's the case, Brian Robinson at home, who's been getting the high snap share. I'm looking at this 65 in uh, 65 and a half rushing yards over under. I mean, he's starting to put up some pretty incredible highlights too, man. You saw him. 
I, I know he fumbled at the end, but I mean, he just like used his elbow and just destroyed a, a defender over, well, you know, like a, probably a safety that was like going to squat down to tackle him. And he just destroyed that guy and, and made it into the end zone, then fumbled, and his teammates jumped on it and recovered. That was a really cool, really cool play. Um, but yeah, Brian, Brian Robinson's game is interesting. The touchdowns, you can see three touchdowns through three weeks. And he's getting at least 10 attempts, more like about 13, 14 average. Yeah, no, it's, the usage looks good. And uh, in games that they're going to be fully in the game, his usage, I think, only goes up. So you look at uh, against Denver, you know, Denver is about as comparable as you're going to get to the Bears. So you could expect potentially a similar outcome there. So what I did, guys. All right, if if you guys are just tuning in, right? You're on the uh, you're on the football card quest, part of the NoOffSeason.com sports card network, and we are on UnderdogFantasy.com now. Steve, they've raised the promo. If you use promo code Quest, I believe the limit now is five hundred dollars. You can still get an instant one hundred percent deposit bonus, but now instead of a hundred, they're they're running a limited time. Uh, special that you can get up to five hundred dollars. Uh, so dude. yeah, it, it, you, but you have to be a new user. You know, you're returning users. You guys can't take advantage of this. Maybe if you go get, you know, convince your wife to set up an account for you under her name. There you go. <laughs> then you could. Then you could, free then money, you could free man. Money. Oh, dude, and and we've been most profitable so far this season in these pickums. So we just come in here to their pickums. We're picking over under on stats, and look, they're they're adding in now these little chili peppers. So these are little um, little spicy boosters. So look, if I go Antonio Gibson and I go over on the touchdown for Gibson, and I get it right, then I get a two x. So I'm already <laughs> I'm on these little chili pepper picks, and it's Justin Fields one touchdown uh, or no one uh, yeah just any time one touchdown one touchdown DJ Moore. Wait, but it has, guy's to gonna rushing, throw it, it has to be a rushing touchdown. Uh, rushing plus receiving, so either one. Yeah, but Fields isn't going to get a receiving touchdown. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but, I see what you're saying. You're right. You know, with these multipliers, I'm already seeing a 31 and a half multiplier for you these can go three for a picks. Big pick here. I, I'm not going Gibson because I know they don't trust Gibson, even though he's still getting some attempts. I just don't see Gibson when they get down into the red zone. He's not getting any of those opportunities. They, they don't want his ass fumbling, you know. Uh, so that's hmm. going to be Brian Robinson. So uh, he doesn't have a chili pepper pick, but I still really like all the props. Even seven and a half receiving yards. I mean, take this guy in the in the in the receiving game. Seven and a half. I mean, he's right there. That's one play, one good play, but I feel better about the rushing, the rushing yards. Yeah. Honestly, Steve, so I was thinking to attack the passing game. McLaughlin did from the Broncos. I, I feel pretty good about Brian Robinson's rushing potential. Right, I'm saying, and and we talked about the the Bears' run defense. I mean, they're middle of the pack, but when you're in a positive game script scenario. And you're away, and you're the Bears. I mean, things just get out of control really quick. <laughs> Washington D's looked dangerous at times. So, 
Let's see if they got any props on the uh, the defensive players. Oh, they they do, man. Jonathan Allen, half a sack. Come on, baby, let's dial it up. Look at that, it's a chili pepper. (laughs) It's a chili pepper. Jameen, is it is it Jamin or Jameen? But you get four solo tackles on him. I always say Jamin. Boom. He's hit more than four solo tackles uh, in both games at Philadelphia and against Buffalo. Those are both mobile quarterbacks. I'm, I'm going higher higher on the Jamin Davis. Man, like look at that, that we're dude. We're going both sides of the ball a little bit. Hey, I feel very uh, uncertain about all these Sam Howell props right here so i i think that's the way to go maybe terry mclaurin with the touchdown i mean look at that dude 82x if i got all these right 82x dude (laughs) are you gonna flex on it with a 10 spot gotta flex on it with a 10 spot got to i I mean i got the winnings in the account so you know you gotta go Can we, can I got we have a uh, special comment in the chat, Mr. Brad Nolan? Oh, we got uh, a fellow Trubisky truther in the house. The MVP. You should. Uh, they should make an MVP card of Mitchell Trubisky. I bet you Brad would. Brad Nolan would pay premium, top dollar for that. <laughs> Love it, man. Love it. It's not certain yet, but it's likely we get to see him roll out a start this week. I think so. I think so, man. I think you uh, <laughs> said take my savings. <laughs> I think I think you will, man. I think you will. Um, let's see. We'll, we'll, um, I know the Steelers are in here. Yeah, they're at 1 o'clock. They're playing the Ravens. Another divisional matchup. Got to love these NFL schedule makers. Man, you think the Ravens going to the Steelers? You think you think Mitch is going to lead the Steelers to a win here? Honestly, he doesn't have to doesn't have to do that much. Just not suck. I mean, the the Steelers defense has been pretty good this year. Not their run could... defense. Their run defense has has, uh, according to Football Outsiders, has been 29th in yards allowed per right. carry. To be fair, there's only one good rushing player on the Ravens, and it's not a running back. So they just have to keep him in check. Not not necessarily the running back. <laughs> um, and but... the the uh, the Steelers' passing defense has been playing over expectation. Uh, overall, and that's a big part to thanks to TJ Watt um, and that that line. But their secondary, as you saw, got gashed up this past weekend, 22nd in yards allowed per pass. So I'm liking this setup for the Ravens offense. You know, Lamar, we talked, we just talked about how he's been rushing the ball. This is a great opportunity, maybe to uh, funnel some more of those opportunities to Zay Flowers. I've been kind of disappointed i was hoping zay flowers would get a lot more opportunity but there's a lot of mouths to feed there in baltimore 
And uh, but maybe maybe this is it. But we need we need Mitch to push a matchup. We got a 38 point over under here, Steve. This is gross. We need Mitch to kind of push this thing a little bit. Come on, Mitch. This is your opportunity, man. You you only live once, <laughs> brother. You gotta take advantage. Oh, you of know, this. you know what's interesting is Andy, who's a receiver on the Steelers that Trubisky might know? Uh Allen Robinson. Hey, hey there it is. Not not saying they'll go for three touchdowns or anything, but I, I could expect a little favoritism uh, in that game. Wait, do we have a Trubisky line on underdog? Let's see. Let's see no. If there's a tr- uh, no they, they'll have no one line. later in the week. Yeah, once he's confirmed the starter, they're adding all kinds of lines up until game time. Do you know you could even now uh, bet props like at halftime and live during the game? Um Man, I, I was looking at a couple guys on Twitter that made like four grand last Thursday night uh, in that Packers game because he bet on the the over on the Packers passing production in the second half. The over on Jordan Love's passing yards, the over on um uh I can't remember if if he put it on it was I think it was must have been Romeo Dubs, and then uh then you then a David Montgomery touchdown. And just those three picks, you pretty a pretty healthy bet on on those, like three, and you can make some good money if you put a bunch of slips together like that, even during halftime from watching the first half. So underdogfantasy.com, promo code quest, guys. Check it out. Yeah, man, this is a lot of fun. You know, and and um I think it's this week. Derek can confirm, or you're on there, you can confirm there is a best ball uh like I think they call it a redemption draft of some kind. Is it still going on or did it was that last week? Uh, they got a, uh, let's see. Uh, that's a great question. You know, we haven't done any drafts since before the season started. They do have these battle Royales, which are $5 entry. This is for the NFL main slate week five. So you're picking from all the one o'clock players. Um, uh, it is a, like a fun fantasy get, you can actually, we can get our draft fix in. You got, what is there this? Yeah. Hey, um, that, that's yeah. what we should be doing tonight. Andy, $30,000, $30,000, the first place. You know, what's interesting about this, Steve, this hasn't been like figured out. This hasn't been solved. It's not like doing a draft Kings where, you Too know, busy. all the players are stationary and, and you're just, <laughs> you know, optimizing, putting the lineup together and and uh, kind of putting 100 lineups together that way. This is like you're in a draft, a unique draft room every single time you do this with a unique set of opponents in your uh, little 11, you know, 12-person uh, league per se, but you're still competing against the entire uh, the entire pool. So, yeah. so it's that's interesting. like a one-week uh, entry the resurrection that I was talking about that Derek clarified is a best ball tournament that goes from weeks six through 14 and then the playoffs. So for those of you that haven't been around for the preseason or the beginning of the season, when we were best ball drafting, there is still probably this is the last one you'll see. So that is the, um, Okay, four-person drafts for Thursday Night Football, the Hail Mary, NFL Thursday Night, and London Sunday morning. It's a $100 one, goal line stand. 
uh the bomb nfl main slate week 500 dollars entry double the last one that looks like double it. Doink. there it is there it is ah best ball resurrection nfl 2023 resurrection so so 30k to first ten dollar entry oh so this is you you're picking players that you think are going to perform the best for the rest of this season starting week six yeah all right so Starting week six through the rest of the regular season. Yep. Nice. So a guy that stands out is uh, Austin Eckler, who will be back week six. You know that's Goodbye a guy. Buy him cheap. A lot of people will not knowing that may fade in that kind of draft, and you can grab up. Steve, I got uh, my. Uh, I'm on the Founders oh, All the Day IPA day. this week. Nice. Yeah, buddy. Good one. It's a good stock IPA right here. It's kind of like my go-to, man. This or that dogfish head. Yeah, the Founders has been around for a minute. Cheers on that. We want to sneak right. in. Uh, do we got time to sneak in a draft? Or? Yes, but, but first, mm. we got to talk some more game. And card action, we got to go through the rest of this slate. And if you want to do it, uh, if we want to go lightning round on the rest of the slate, we got to because I, I got to fully understand this slate before I can get into a battle royale right or on. a best ball resurrection. Because I'm looking at like this Jaguars Bills matchup, got another 9 30 a.m. I'm taking that this is in London again. Yeah. For, for the for the Jags twice in a row, they're trying to build up that UK fan base, and uh, the Jaguars are like a home team over there, so they're getting them two home games in a row this week, this year. Uh, 48.5 after the Bills just toasted the Miami Dolphins. This game's uh, looking kind of interesting. Um, Jaguars feel like they do just enough. They're not, like, fantastic, but they've been good enough. Yeah, I mean, if they were playing anyone else, I would give them like a couple freebie points just because they've been there a week already and they're not traveled. You know, like the Bills are freshly traveled, but the Bills just mopped the floor with the Dolphins, so I had I would have a hard time taking the Jaguars here. Yeah, I'd I'd be going with the that Bills passing offense uh on this one, seeing what you can find. If uh, if you're doing like pickums, uh, I I would be looking at because I'm looking at Gabe Davis and Josh Allen because this this Jaguars passing defense 25th and 27th in yards allowed per pass. That is sets up really nice for um, some of those deeper passes Josh Allen likes to throw to Gabe Davis. Fumbles. Man, you get a get a fumble right, and you're automatically going to get that point one point five x rushing touchdown. Does he hit? Does he have one this year yet? I think he has one. I think he actually does have one. I mean, if he doesn't, two. he needs more. He's actually got two. He's got two. He's got so two. It's spicy for sure. It's a spicy. Let's put a spicy there and let's see what they got for Gabe Davis real are we, are quick. Are we taking the big nuts slip here? Do another big nuts slip. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, look, Gabe Davis got a touchdown. We're going, we're going uh get a double 
Uh, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, touchdowns. We get the spicy 1.75 on the Gabe Davis. Uh, I don't know, man, about the Jaguars. We go Trevor Lawrence throwing an interception. That feels pretty good. Ridley with Bill's passing Eddie. defense has been pretty good. Hey, that's not a, I, I would be comfortable taking that even if it didn't have a spice next to it. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the Ridley one. The Ridley one. Oh, we got a touchdown for Ridley. He said he said what three already? But not a lot of yardage, but these interception ones are so because it's so fragile. I guess the touchdown ones are very fragile as well. It's either you hit it or you don't. The problem with you know taking and we said this last week about taking a bunch of picks from the same game is if the defenses do anything and score any points. These all of these get thrown off by a lot, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go higher on the Trevor Lawrence interceptions. Feels like this one's meant to be, man. What's the yardage on the Ingram? Oh, does he have one yet? Or? Oh, nah, just a just a touchdown, spicy pepper. But I think we can stick with these four picks from this game and move on to the next game. I might take a pick. Oh, yeah, baby. I'll take a pick from this Yo. game. Here we got the uh, the Texans at the Falcons in Atlanta. Looking pretty bad, man. Looking like lost puppy dogs in London this past week. But they come back home. Now you get the – but you get the red-hot Texans. The red-hot Texans. You look at this Texans passing offense – and they are 11th right now uh, in the NFL and 10th in yards per pass compared to this Falcons defense, who eh, middle of the pack. You know, the problem with the Falcons is if they're trailing, they're not going to win many games. They just, they, they're not designed that way. Bijan can't score three quick touchdowns. He can score one maybe, but their defense is actually sneakily good. Obviously, their run game is good, but, I mean, the passing game is, at this point, non-existent. And uh, they, they have the potential to be turnover machines if he has to start chucking the ball, as you saw last week. Yeah, like, we didn't, we didn't even pull in Drake London into our comparisons when we were talking about Pickens and Hall and all those other guys. Uh I, I think Drake London's card values have got to be hurting right now. Um, some pretty decent-sized auctions, though. You know, he's a guy that's interesting because he's not always going to have a bum QB. So I would say he makes for a great buy low. And I don't yeah. think this is going to happen, Andy, but there is a rumor floating around, and it's just a rumor that – Fields could get traded to the Falcons. Oh, man. I've heard the same thing. So, clearly, that is making its rounds. Uh, I, I I think that rumor is really spicy. I know it's just a rumor, but... Um, but, I hey, mean, that, that... Yeah, that that would improve that team dramatically Yeah, right away. He Drake London's about at his floor. What's nice is now we're getting into the bye weeks and you've got MLB playoffs. You've got NBA getting ready to start in a couple weeks. Uh, you got a lot of stuff going on. You know, we're entering that time where it's fall. Uh, you got Halloween coming up and then Thanksgiving and all this stuff. So there's a lot of events. There's a lot of, of distractions. 
for people um, that aren't diehards like us that are going to definitely fall out of it, at least for the majority of a, on a weekly basis. And that's when you come in, you snipe guys like Drake London, uh, Kyle Pitts in that same category where these are great uh, athletes, man, just stuck in a bad situation. Yeah, and obviously we've seen some bad play out of fields this year, but we know what the upside is, and uh, you know that would really uncap the potential of that offense. We've seen you know uh, pretty much no production out of the re- any of their receivers, and they have tons of skill in the receiving game. They but you actually have to have the ball thrown to you in order to do something. Yeah, right. So, so check this out, Steve, right, right in our app uh, that you guys can check out. Go to footballcardquest.com in the description. But check this out. All right. So we pulled it up. 180-day PSA 10 sold results on the rookie ticket auto between these five guys. Brees Hall, George Pickens, Christian Watson, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. What the hell? Christian Watson right now is at a, all the way down to one four. Wow, 114. Wow, holy crap. There was a $87 auction for him past Sunday. And of course, he didn't play Sunday. That was a worse time to end that that card for auction. But look at that chart down. $300, 52-week high, man. Go get him now because he was on a limited snap count and still got a touchdown. Yeah, Yeah. $300, 52-week high. So that that that, that jumps out at me right there. Obviously, we talked about Brees. You can see where the Garrett Wilson is still at 250 to 300. Like at pulling that Drake London. And the Drake London's kind of readily available, being the the, um, the the first wide receiver taken there back in uh, tw- what was, yeah, this is um, from 2022. So, yeah, it was the last year. The wow, man. That one went for 84 too, Steve. So, look at that. I mean, that's, that's actually got a. 71% PSA 10 hit rate on the raw cards. I get it, but look at that, how many has been submitted. That kind of tells you, too, the scarcity of that that rookie ticket auto. There's only 100 have been submitted? I agree. I like, uh, I think the Watson and the London. Watson more is a outstanding short-term buy, like as quickly as next week. That card could could skyrocket. With London, you're looking at, well, whenever they get a quarterback, I guess. Oh, buddy. Someone. Oh, no, that's a nine. This Okay, I, I tabbed over to nine. I was going to say, but the Garrett Wilson market is down. Look at that, man. Back in week one. 368. 368. Now we're down to 213. Wow. So this is like, you see, you see what I'm saying? So even like guys like this become obtainable at this point in the season that we're getting into. But then you look at George Pickens. And it's just it's just mind blowing because I don't get that. the people got to sell. You got to sell George Pickens. Like, what are you what are you doing? You got to sell George Pickens. Look at this. The, this is uh, his peak. You could literally at the numbers we saw the trending number. You could sell one Pickens for two Christian Watsons right now. Mind boggling, Andy. Mind boggling. Yeah. And then this card has an even lower, even lower pop count. I mean, there's there's only been twenty nine of these submitted. That's insane, man. So they're really rare, too, uh, at least on these these rookie ticket autos. But usually when you see stuff like that, it's kind of 
it's kind of indicative of of the rest of their their market so um definitely worth uh digging into there steve yeah if you can get one of those watsons for what was it 80 something that's just take advantage of that yeah all right uh ryan from rhinoverse is frustrated to see a little wide. yeah he's frustrated his own team's wide receiver uh usage yeah they're definitely not throwing the ball now after uh desmond ritter this past week they're, <laughs> they're uh giving up throwing the ball altogether. it's just going to be direct snaps to Bijan robinson tyler algier from now on <laughs> Bijan might be a better quarterback than than ritter I haven't seen Bijan throw the ball, but he's just so good at football that I'm guessing he's probably a better quarterback. Ryan said, why would you be selling George Pickens if he's selling solo? He's not. He's selling he's really high. <laughs> he's not. He's selling really high in comparison. I, I had accidentally tabbed over to the nines there, but if you look, yeah, George Pickens is still selling at almost what it was Garrett 268, Wilson was. 278. 278 on the latest trend for uh pickens because of a 354 dollar auction that was right before the season started and and that's how rare this card is so we had one then uh, then a week later 197 but still to get that card at 197 when these guys are, are to sell that card for 197 these other guys are going for a hundred or right under that the christian watson it, it probably a better nfl wide receiver over the course of his career than pickens maybe i don't know jury's still out there i definitely think drake london is and uh and definitely i think Brees hall is just a better all-around weapon and will have more uh production i.e fantasy points over the course of his career than pickens yeah i mean we talk about like out of sight out of mind a lot and watson's just been hurt so you know, he just came back, and by the time, uh, you know, he has his first big game, which could be this week or next week, you know, there's there's not going to be any more under 100 for sure, for sure. All right, so um, you, you got the Texans beating the Falcons in Atlanta here. Is that what I heard? Yes, sir. All right, and then we got the Panthers at the Lions. We, man. And... It's going to be this a bloodbath, is... Andy. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, so the the Lions' uh, defense has actually been pretty good, man. Their run defense has been fifth, and fifth overall and fifth in yards allowed per carry. Their passing defense has been 19th overall, 12th in yards allowed per pass. This isn't good. Aiden Hutchinson has been playing good. Uh, I have to check the injury status of Brian Branch. Not sure if you got that pulled up, Steve, but this – Lions offense as well is just humming. I mean, look at it. it. It goes back to week one. Week one, when everybody else was starting off rusty, a lot of people overlooked the fact that the Lions started off on Thursday night against the Chiefs, you know, and uh, and hang in, hung in there and found a way to sustain drives and score the ball and actually beat and, and actually won. And a lot of people say, oh, well, that's because, you know, Travis Kelsey wasn't there and this and that. But the fact remains is that they looked like one of the least rusty teams coming in, and they've been able to more or less sustain that. Besides one very close game, which the Seahawks continue to seem to have their number for whatever reason, outside of that, 
they've been humming, man, and they just steamrolled the Packers, and now they get the Panthers at home. I got to feel like this is a great positive game script here for the Lions. I love to attack the rushing game for the Lions here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it just goes to show you they can beat you through the air. They can beat you on the ground. They can beat you with the edge rush. I mean, they've, they've just been playing good in all aspects of the game. And uh, I, I will say this, you know, Andy, he was, they said he was going to be missing multiple weeks, but then they said it was a thigh bruise and that he was going to play. I got home from work last Thursday and plugged him into three of my four lineups. And man, am I glad he did three big old tuds. I did too, brother. I did too, man. I plugged him in everywhere uh, and instantly reminded that I made a good decision <laughs> and all those, David Montgomery, you know, in the uh, in the fifth round, like in that running back dead zone, uh, felt feeling really good right about now. And it's interesting because Jameer Gibbs is so good. But, man, last week at Green Bay in a positive game script, he only had a 37% snap share. Uh, at, in Atlanta at home, that's, the, that's when Montgomery got hurt. He had a 60% snap share. That was his highest snap share. He had a 4.71 yards per carry on 17 touches. He turned for 80 yards, uh, no touchdowns, no touchdowns at all. So I'm kind of feeling spicy on this Jameer Gibbs touchdown line. Not going to lie, I feel like he's due for just like, you know, a breakaway play, just a big play. I think Jameer Gibbs has a big breakaway run or maybe a house call uh, in this game. And um, I'm going on the spicy pepper here for Gibbs. Okay. Still riding the high on the Gibbs, huh? All right. Well, you know, look, the guy is such an explosive <laughs> rookie, and I get it. They they have a very reliable, all-purpose running back in David Montgomery that's getting all a lot of the high-value touches. But Gibbs, I mean, they scheme him in here or there, and I think it's just a matter of time with his speed that he's just gone. He's making a house call. So <laughs> I, I think this is the game here with a, just a bad Panthers team altogether their run defense right now is 32nd steve panthers run defense is 32nd according to football outsiders dvoa yeah, even with 12 touches he could bust a long one you know yeah. any, in any week that's it baby that's it so that's why i'm going with the chili pepper gibbs we're at a 98.4 x on this slip where's where's filthy he said he's calling off work if we hit this <laughs> dude five correct off of ten dollars Wins me a thousand dollars, almost a thousand dollars. Let's go, baby. Ooh, love it, love it. Corey yep. said uh, regarding Christian Watson, he's a talent but injury prone and has a subpar QB. Feels like buying Pickens during the preseason. He did get hurt at the end of last year, but I don't think that dignifies calling him injury prone. I mean, Steve Smith was a is a Hall of Fame receiver catching passes from Jake Del Home, so. I don't think that the subpar QB part is is the tell-all be-all when you're the alpha on your team. He had six touchdowns in six games to finish last season. So we'll see. We will see. All right, Steve. Titans at the Colts. Another AFC South battle, man. Division division battle here. Uh, both teams two and two big implications. Anthony Richardson, like, like I mentioned earlier, man, four rushing touchdowns through 10 quarters. 
about to break you know, the, a rookie the strength of the Titans is preventing the run. So I actually think the Titans might edge this one out. Uh, the Colts have relied on, and, and although there's a chance, they said Jonathan Taylor could be back this game. This game, but uh, really, there's a, he is practicing this week. I have read, but well, you need he's to sell your Zach Moss candidate to get traded, Andy. So. Time, time to time to sell fire sale those Zach Mosses while he's get, get your JTs listed because if he gets traded yep, before too. this Sunday, watch out, baby, <laughs> dude, dude. But Titans, uh, I'm still man. You know what? They don't wow anybody. Derrick Henry is kind of running the show over there, and uh, they always get counted out evidenced by their three and one against the spread there so I'll, I'll go titans this week imagine if jonathan taylor went to baltimore i think that would be the best spot be for him to go right now man that would be that'd be a perfect fit yeah it would be all right so you got the titans edging this out in indianapolis man uh i'm going with the colts here uh, they 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 made a valiant comeback effort last week uh, against the Rams, and I I think that um, I I think the Colts are a pretty scrappy team. You know, I, I look at their run defense, not terrible, ranking uh, top 15, 13th overall, and the pass defense about middle of the pack. But um, that that offense has got potential. Anthony Richardson has showed promise, especially showed some superstar athleticism, man. And that the comeback he led this past week, I was really impressed by. I mean, I when he's in the game, I see like a, a composure, a calmness, and and some pretty some pretty crisp decision making. Like I am all in on Anthony Richardson long term. Wish I had him in more dynasty. Uh, Want to get more cards? It's just man, even like that micro mosaic going for almost two grand. Like his good cards are still coming with a super premium, and it's just, hmm, I almost it would be good for his card market if he does lose to the Titans this week, and you know, kind of get a little dip on him. But man, it's so hard to buy into a quarterback of his of his pedigree uh, at this early in his rookie season when he came in such a high you know, hyped draft talent guy. Yeah, he's he's obviously got all the tools. He's going to see those roller coaster weeks, though. You know, he's going to always never disappoint in the running game, but obviously the passing game still leaves much to be desired. But uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go Titans here. I'm going to go against the grain a little bit. OK, yeah, it's 42.5 over under. You think it stays under? I could see it being a higher scoring game. Higher. Ooh, I like that. I like that. You know what that means, Steve? I got to put in my Anthony Richardson uh, passing. Oh, check yeah, it out. Spicy on the rushing. Spicy on the rushing. I'm going this way, though. I, okay. I'm going no rushing this week from AR, so which may sound crazy. But the Titans literally have the best run defense in the league. Like Steve okay. said, their focus okay. is to stop the run. So... So We're that means you need a receiver now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so I, I want to go either. Ooh, Michael Pittman Jr.'s got the spicy on there the touchdown. Is. There it is, man. <laughs> this is kind of this is interesting. So now we just gotta we just gotta bring it back. 
we we just got to bring it back, or we could just move on to another game. I'm not, you know, really yeah, sold not, on anybody on the Titans. If you wanted to take like one more from this game, I think it would be fine. But Nick Folk, you know, go 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 with the field goals. Derrick Henry getting a touchdown. I got that last week, so I don't want to get too greedy. Definitely not betting on Tannehill throwing two touchdowns. Is uh, <laughs> well, 75 and a half? 75 and a half on rushing yards actually seems, eh, that seems pretty good, man. That's an anomaly. Yeah. And he, yeah, you know, you know what? I like that because that kind of paints the picture here. If the Titans are in a positive game script scenario, then Derrick Henry is going to be getting the rushing yards and AR is going to be forced to pass to come back. Right. And that's where you hit your slip. In a, oh, in a close game, team. Henry will continue to run the ball. All right. There we have it. All right. Uh, Giants at the Dolphins. Uh, we we hit on this one earlier. I think we both have the Dolphins here in a kind of a, a bloodbath in Miami. This this could be uh, the kind of week that you see some, some deeper guys show up, like a Durham Smythe. He might show up this week. You know, there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. Another touchdown for A-Chain or 50 yards? These are both easy. These are so easy. This has got to be the lock of the week right here, man. This is the lock of the week. You going touchdown or yardage? Let me see the yardage again. On the... Uh, uh, yeah, 50.5. What What did he have? How many touches on uh, last week? He only had like 10 touches last week, right? Yeah, so last week, but he had a 60% snap share. He only had eight touches that he took for 101 yards and two touchdowns, 12.63 yards per carry. 50 and a half is not that much. Yeah. No, it's it's not it's not that much. Um, and he's gonna probably get eight to ten touches if we think they're in a positive game script. I mean, he got 18 attempts against Denver when they were blowing him out. So if if we start to get to that scenario where we're blowing out uh, New York here, which they should, then all of a sudden uh, you're you're in a scenario where he's getting plenty of plenty of reps, plenty of reps. Yeah, it seems like when they're behind, he's not as utilized, but uh, I don't anticipate that happening this week. Yeah, yeah, he's getting he's getting four or five targets too. Uh, whoops, where did I go? Okay, all right, so we got four there. We got the Dolphins, uh, Saints at the Patriots. Oh, that that sounds kind it's of tough. a gross game, huh? Yeah. Forty point over under Saints at the Patriots. Oh my goodness. Uh, who you got in this game, Steve? If Carr's playing again, I feel like it's a get right game for for the Patriots. For the Patriots, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if Carr's playing again, this should be a get right game for the Patriots. They they got to get their their defense. I mean, but they actually actually I should exercise a little caution when I say this because two other defensive starters are out. Judon is going to miss potentially oh. two months. Uh oh. And uh, Christian Gonzalez is out for an undetermined amount of time. Those are key pieces of information to know. So that top ten, that top ten run and pass defense ain't going to be so hot this week. 
what about Mac Jones? I mean, he got benched in this this last game for Bailey Zappi, who didn't do, really do any better. And um, I I don't I mean I don't see any reason why he doesn't start, but I still see find this game as a struggle. Uh, two good defenses, even if the Patriots are down a couple players, you still have you know solid defense with the that that. Uh, you know, long, long line of Bill Belichick coaching defenses. It feels like a, it feels like a clunker. It feels like a low score. Yeah, yeah we're going to skip that one. Uh, I, I go with the Patriots, too, at home. I go with the Patriots, too, at home, which is great because then Saints go to two and three. <laughs> NFC South, loving life uh, as a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Except for, except for Big Mike. We got to get Big Mike healthy. Yeah, he's got to get better. Ravens and Steelers, we touched on that. You potentially have Trubisky playing here, 38-point over-under. Uh, I know you're going with the Steelers at home, right? Yeah, I don't rooting, see why Rooting not. for your I boy, mean, Trubisky. Only, the spread's only three and a half. That's not too bold to say that they could win. So, Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Ravens here just uh, with that offense. I think, I think they just outscore you guys, uh, but... It would be, it would be cool. I'll be thinking about you and Brad if Trubisky goes off for sure. Man. I'd, I'd feel a lot better about it if Deontay wasn't on the IR. But I'm curious. I'm gonna roll with it, man. I'm gonna roll with it. That's what, that's what I'm feeling. I'm curious if people have been buying Trubisky this week in anticipation of him starting. Like, does he still have some of that hobby hype? Do people still get excited and go out and buy his cards when they found out he was starting again? Um, I mean, I follow his stuff pretty, pretty closely. So I look for some of his rare stuff. Like that's something I would have been looking at right there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, wow, some of his very rare stuff still holds a good price. Obviously not current, current starting QB price uh, tier, but respectable nonetheless it's pretty low man it's pretty low i mean he is, a, he is technically a backup to be fair so we're not we're not trying to blow anybody's socks off yeah yeah i can't can't compare him even to uh christian mccaffrey at the running back position tj well, tj yeah, the, Watt, the, the potential know? league mvp versus a current backup quarterback not not hey, a fair man. comparison this is great for MVP buyers. I'm seeing a couple people buying, man. Look at this. Sold transaction there. Buy it now, sold. Another buy it now, sold. Buy you know, it now, you know sold. It's hilarious. And I don't know how much time Pickett could miss or if it's even more than a week or two. But, you know, on some of those super flex uh, best ball sheets we did where you had to take multiple QBs, by the end of these things, sometimes there weren't any QBs back. If you wanted depth, you had to take backups. So, I mean, though unlikely that he goes off, I know I got him at least on a sheet or two. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. I wish you luck, man. I mean, look at this sold from two days ago. It is a buy it now sold. But uh, this this card, even like last year when there was like that controversy between who was going to start, Trubisky and uh, Pickett in his rookie season, mm -hmm. when Trubisky started the season, uh, this card was like $100. And now it's 34 uh, optic rookie auto out of 150 rated rookie. 
the backup effect, man. That is what it is. It's when you have hey. a, when you're it's when the starting QB is a hyped up picket. It's gonna happen for sure, for sure. All right, uh, Bengals at the Cardinals. Uh, you you started the stream off talking about how disappointed you have been in Joe Burrow and his Bengals offense. It is dysfunctional. I don't know. A lot of it, I think, could be on Zach Taylor. Uh, and some personnel decisions, but um, Bengals against his competitive Cardinals. In fact, uh, ben- the Bengals are still three-point favorites, and the Cardinals, this game is at home, 44 and a half. The Cardinals, I, I feel like the Cardinals are getting into a groove right now, dude. I. The, the funny thing is that the Cardinals, they're not good. They just don't suck. I think that's what people anticipated. You know, they yeah, they beat the Cowboys, but you know, they did lose to the Giants, who we just talked about as you saying that Daniel Jones was like the worst quarterback in the league produced production wise. Man, they but, kept it but close. They, but they ran the table in the second half and came back and beat them. So Yep. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is that the yeah the Cardinals defense has plenty of of leaks in that in that ship, but like their run defense is twenty six and yards allowed per carry. Passing defense is below average, eighteenth overall, twenty first in yards allowed per pass. But uh, you know that's okay when you're playing a Bengals passing offense that is thirty first in yards per pass and twenty sixth yeah. overall, and and their run offense is barely middle of the pack but 25th in yards per carry i mean his Bengals offense is just terrible uh and the Bengals run defense is terrible so the Bengals passing defense hasn't even played good and dude this is like setting up for the cardinals to win this thing at home i think the cardinals got this yeah i mean this is the kind of game that full transparency i would have absolutely nothing to do with (laughs) in any way shape or form (laughs) You mean you're not going to be taking Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase in the first round of the Battle Royale for Week Five? <laughs> no, and I think a lot of people probably would would agree with that. All right, what what about the Eagles undefeated? I mean, one of two teams now, the Eagles and the 49ers, both in the NFC, by the way. Um, Eagles go up against a scrappy, competitive Rams team with Matt Stafford balling out, dude. Uh, two and two here. Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell, Kyron Williams Puka. looking like a champ. 50, 50.5 over under. So it's the highest point total we've seen on the slate so far. I won't I won't sit here and claim that we were the first to the Puka party, but um, during the season or during the preseason, some of the later basketball drafts right before the season started, I was just starting to plug that guy. But even I couldn't have predicted this ball out that we're seeing now. So shout out to anyone else who has him on a basketball sheet. Did uh, did Puka get printed in Mosaic? He did, didn't he? Uh, if he did, it might be in a college uniform. Um, I'm brain farting on it. Uh, I, I, I can't remember. I don't think he did, actually. I think he's I only think- in... Um, yeah, no. Prism elite draft picks. And, yeah, uh, he's in elite. Yeah, that's like his chase right now is the elite. Those turn of the centuries, man. Holy crap. Yeah, and the leaf. He's in the leaf cards, too. 
Yeah, those have been going for big money. Look at this. Out of 49, turn of the century today, $390. Steve, what does your injury report say about Cooper Cup? Uh, he, I was told, I was reading that he practiced as normal today. And I know a lot of people think that that automatically means Puka is a downgrade, but that's what I, was I don't necessarily say. think that that's true. I think that maybe Tutu or Van or someone else is a downgrade. If you have two huge target hog type guys like that, um, it's definitely possible to feed both of them and just take away from somebody else. Plus, you're not assuming that Cup is a 100% healthy or B is going to play as good as he did pre-injury. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what um, what the Rams, the what these skill position players can do against a really good defense in the Eagles, right? Because you look well, at their their you know the Colts have been about the a middle of the pack. The Bengals have been below average. Yeah, the 49ers are pretty good. The Seahawks, though, eh, they're they they've been hit or miss. So yeah, I've, I I want to see what these guys do against a really good Eagles defense and a good Eagles secondary. Can Puka still create separation? And is Cooper Cup going to be out there? To your point, this does take alpha coverage off of 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 Puka Nakua and puts it on a Cooper Cup. So. We've seen Matt Stafford historically feed multiple relevant wide receivers. I mean, look at it. He's been feeding Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua. They've both been fantastic wide receivers over the past couple they weeks. Can't, we talk yeah, about they those can't double cover both of these guys. So. <laughs> yeah, we talk about those those uh, those finishes. If we look at wide receiver, Puka Nakua, number five overall. But where's Tutu Atwell on this list? I bet I bet you we don't have to go too far. Number twenty-two overall. So you know you can kind of see how they're they're going back and forth between one has this super like elite wide receiver one week, and then the other one kind of takes a back seat. So both these guys take a little hit right from Cooper Cup, who before has just like he's just smashed to to record breaking heights. Uh, so, um, but do you remember? Do you remember, Steve, that when uh, Cooper Cup broke out with Matt Stafford that first year that Matt Stafford came in and we found out Cooper Cup was going to breakfast with him and he broke out, he was a uh, Robert Woods was still a wide receiver one slash two that year, yeah. even though Cooper Cups was the the wide receiver number one overall. If you remember, three three of the four weeks, Andy uh, Stafford's thrown for over three hundred yards, so yeah. that tells you everything he, you need to know. He is your new age Tom Brady. I mean, he he's the guy. I mean, this is like his last season, you know, or maybe last two seasons. As long as he's healthy, he's out there. He's going to be putting up mad passing yards. Uh, I want any uh, premium skill position player. And we talked about 2017, Steve, uh, that draft class. We looked at uh, Dalvin Cook. We just looked at Mitch Trubisky. We saw what the the bottom is for prices on that draft class. I wonder if Cooper cup has taken a significant dip from the injuries and the fact his team is, is uh two and two. Uh, yeah, it kind of has good. dipped a little bit. I mean, you can get bit. that prism PSA 10 for under a hundred or right at a hundred. 
obviously now that he's coming back, you can see those prices have gone up from about 76 to 100. And and now he's come back. So that's why you're seeing him kind of go up. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to ball the freak out. Um, I, and maybe he eases back into it. The last thing they want is Cooper to uh, pull the hamstring again. You know, obviously he's been nursing that thing like crazy. It reminds me of Keenan Allen from last year, that, that hamstring that nagged him so much. Um, yeah, Cooper kind of dealing with it this year. He's got some nice looking rookie cards. Uh, yeah, he sure does, man. And I mean, just from what I'm seeing, there has been a about a 20% dip. Um, so that 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 kind of gives you an idea of what you could realize in terms of upside. You might be able to buy like a silver prism oh, PSA go. 10. See the base optic? Uh, that one pretty cheap. The base optic? Yeah, yeah. Those, those, yeah. That you silver went those. for 20. Um, on the Keep Em app that you just had up, I think the yep. raw ones were selling for like 70. Or, well, was that, so if, or is that in tens? Yeah, that's uh, in, in, oh, there you in go. tens. My bad. I, yeah, about 100. The nines, though, the nines go for about 30 to 40, and that's typically okay. what I'll compare a raw one to in most cases. Okay, so that was still a good buy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I still think it's a good buy. I think it's a premium buy over the optic only because they come silver and they're, they're, um, they're a little bit more popular. Like Prism really is the flagship brand for 2017, and then it's the optic. Um, and I know it's debatable, but... I mean, you just look at his look. Look at the uh, the sold volume in the past 180 days, the past six months. He's sold more prisms than any other one, and and look how many different rated rookies are up there. So that prism yeah. is one of its kind, where you have four different rated rookies up there. So it just makes it a little bit more exclusive, I think. It's pretty interesting that the select is higher than the optic hollow. As far as uh, which select are you looking at here, that one Steve? there? Yeah, uh, you mean this one down here, the field level? No, I mean, as far as uh, number of sales, the top right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is the concourse silver 50, a population of 58 PSA 10s compared to the optic hollow, which has 80. So maybe that slight increase in um, in pop count makes a difference, or it could just be the amount of optic hollows stashed in collections is higher. True. And this is a card people are more likely to sell. I don't know. I it's, I, that's, that's a interesting observation there. Even though it's not the field level, I think it's underrated as far as how nice those cards look. Yeah. Going back to the game, I actually, yeah. um, I, I I'm actually higher on the Rams than most people. So I think that it'll be close. If you were doing the line, I said it says four and a half on here. It said five and a half on the other website. But I think the Rams with the points is nice. But uh, Eagles have a way of just squeaking it out. Uh, but it'll be, I think it'll be close and it'll be pretty high yeah. scoring. I want, um, I want DeAndre Swift on this one, man. I want Swift in, and I haven't completed the five-leg pick, but I want I want Swift at the Rams. Their run defense is 29th right now, 24th yards in yards allowed per carry. 
So I, I kind of want to attack the, the Eagles have so many different ways they could win. I guess this would be the plus EV way him or you just go, go back to Jalen hurts. Maybe Jalen hurts has got a spicy uh, pepperoni. No, doesn't have one, but uh, if he did that, that one would be nice. I, I think I'm going to go with swift. Yeah. I mean, he only had the one, one game what? under 60. The, the the interesting thing I think we got to look up real quick, you know, is what has the snap share of Kenny Gainwell been like? You know, I wanted I, I know they wanted to ease him back in. All right, but here at Washington, he had a 38% snap share. Not so great with only four attempts. He did get two catches. So it's 38% for Gainwell compared to Swift, who had 63%. So that's 63%, man, really solid. Still was able to manage a four yards per carry against that stout Washington run defense and find the end zone. So you're you're right there. I mean, we're at 67.5 against a weak run defense in a situation where they probably want to try and control the ball from uh, Matt Stafford and this, this explosive Rams offense. So this game's interesting, man. What does that what little we, arrow mean right there? Does that mean that it's uh, a drop down box thing? No, no. I, I I think that might mean that it's going down. Are people oh. betting down on it? Like they're betting the under? Oh, maybe. You know, I, I, I don't feel a certain way about that one. Do you want to see what else is available before? Uh, For the Eagles, for that game in general, for, for yeah. the Eagles. Oh, yeah. So it's I think it's showing you that they're Trending. actually moving – trending it down maybe that's because people are betting the um the over a lot or they're or betting, no, betting no, no, the no. under yeah they're betting the under so much that they're moving it down so that's one of the lines you might see get moved if uh if that keeps up let's see yeah that's, that's jalen hurts rushing touchdown is that is that a play every week at this point uh, I think so. Yeah, especially with the uh, the butt push, the tush push. Oh no, what is it? The uh, brotherly, the brotherly nudge or something? I don't know. But but yeah, I mean he's putting up three rushing touchdowns. It's not fully automatic, but he, it's pretty. It's plus EV, man. I just think that this rushing, this um, passing total. That's kind of crazy that it's 239 when he threw 319 last week. He threw 277 at Tampa. And now you're getting a better passing attack in the uh, in the Rams than both Tampa and Washington. Um, I guess they're accounting for the fact that, that Matt Stafford may get sacked a lot and the, the line's not going to protect him. Uh, but, I mean, this Rams passing offense, they've done pretty good, man. They've done pretty good. And if you get Cooper Cup back, uh, watch out. I, I I think the Rams passing offense is going to be just fine. I think, in fact, they, it, this, there's a team that gives the Eagles a run for their money. This is going to be an interesting game to attack as a shootout, man. I I don't think we should be betting the under on Jalen Hurts passing yards. What did he do the last couple of weeks? A.J. Brown's got a half a touchdown. Dude, he threw for over 300 yards last week, 319 yards. 
Uh, AJ Brown's got a spicy pepper touchdown. Devonta Smith's got a, you know, Dev- you know, what's interesting. And, and I, I kind of buy into this a lot. You know, when you see guys have big weeks the next week, you know, oftentimes they cool off and it's the other guy because they're trying to keep everyone happy. Well, that, and they're trying to keep the opposing team on their toes. So they know the Rams this week, Sean McVay is studying the Eagles film from this past week. And therefore, Nick Sirianni knows that, and he then schemes up a little bit different, you know, play design to get Devonta Smith those type of opportunities instead of AJ Brown. Use him a little bit more of a decoy this week, and AJ Brown doesn't know it yet, but <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's that's the game plan, you know. But right now, he's happy as a clam. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it here, man. I'm gonna add the Devonta Smith. I got a 67.4x on this one. That's we're, wild, man. We're letting it rip, man. We're letting it rip. Ten dollar bets, baby. You know the normal five leggers pay like. Oh, what did I do? Oh, cause I've got. Wait, hold on. Oh, I see. Hold on. Anthony Richardson and, and, and Michael Pittman can't be stacked like that. Is that what it's telling me? Let's see. We 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 ran into this last week too, didn't Anthony we? Touchdowns and same team rushing and receiving touchdowns. Oh. Really? It's because I've got Michael Pittman on there. Well, that's fine. Because I'm gonna go um on that uh that Jalen Hurts. Yeah, this J this Jalen Hurts, I'm going over on that. Well then you two thirty nine. You can't take the. Uh... Oh, I don't get peppers. This still pays up to four hundred fifty. That's that's double what the standard twenty x is. So I've got a two point two five x. You take okay. Is it going to let you since you took Devontae Smith? Let's see. Yeah, because I'm going with Hertz passing yards. Yeah, okay. yeah, because I'm going with Hertz passing yards. And Devonta Smith touchdown. I just can't okay. go with Hertz touchdown and Devonta Smith touchdown. I I guess that makes sense because that makes it a little bit too easy. If you could go, even though the 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 quarterback I, we thought was a rushing touchdown, but Steve, if we expanded it, it may be. Um, no, this one said rushing plus receiving. And we maybe when they say receiving, they do mean uh a passing touch no 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 maybe you think they may mean a passing touchdown there because i mean they have this for all quarterbacks and it's not like i mean how often is nick Foles running in the back of the end zone to catch a touchdown pass (laughs) only in the super bowl i just think it's odd that they have rushing and receiving or just rushing I, I what, think I think difference? that they mean a passing touchdown for the quarterback when they have that. Yeah, but point five would be like a gimme though. All right. Jets, Broncos, we talked about it a little bit, but you gotta make your put your uh flag in the ground here. Uh yeah. Jets looked pretty good. They got they were giving me vibes about wanting to win and Broncos looked good, but they looked only good in the second half against the Bears. They kind of, for some reason, stopped playing. So I like the Jets. I think this is the chance for the Jets defense to do well because 
the only times the Jet defense doesn't do well is when they're when the offense can't function and they have to stay on the field the entire game. So I think the the Jets can win this one. Yeah. Uh, this this was the game last year where Brees Hall tore his ACL, wasn't it? Might be if right. I, if I remember correctly, I'm almost positive. I, I feel like I'm watching it. Yeah, I was watching it yesterday. And uh, I think he gets his revenge this time. I, th- I think he goes off on him. I'm going with the Jets here, too, in Denver. Oh. All right. 425 Chiefs at Vikings. Got a big point total. This is the biggest one of the week here. Chiefs at Vikings. The Vikings have been just absolutely balling out on their offense, even though they haven't been actually translating into wins here. They have been eighth in yards per pass overall. So the offense is humming. Um, we just we just got to get that. That defense is bad, man. That Vikings defense on is bad, just like we thought. So that was definitely something that panned out. Um, and then you got the Chiefs, who they're the Chiefs, man. They're the Chiefs. Man, you know, honestly, I don't know. I have this weird inkling about taking the Vikings this week. I think this could be this could be interesting. And if you notice, the line is moving. More and more people are taking KC. Uh, so that line for the points should continue moving in favor of the Vikings. You could potentially get like a plus six, plus seven by game day if it keeps going. Ooh, I get a 2x bonus if Kirk Cousins fumbles. <laughs> the newly added Cam Akers. Uh, oh, that's an interesting You know, Madison, one. two weeks in a row, has had a massive workload, which is encouraging. Yeah, he has bounced back, hasn't he? Cam Akers had a 29% snap share. I uh, actually actually had a pretty solid week. Of course, it was at Carolina where he had his five attempts for 40 yards, eight eight yards per carry. On uh, that small sample size, though, compared to um, Madison. And uh, let's see how your boy Madison's been doing. Oh, man, did awesome, dude. 69% snap share at Carolina that he he was able to get 5.59 yards per carry on 17 attempts. Uh so then the uh the week before that, he also put up almost 100 yards on 4.65 attempts with an 80% snap share. So not not necessarily the game for it, but I mean, he's getting targets in the receiving game as well. Got seven targets in week 3 against the Chargers in that shootout. So uh, this this is interesting for Alexander Madison to get you a little chili pepper touchdown, right? Get the the 1.25x. I mean, Kirk Cousins, if he's going to win this game, does he go over 300? I mean, this is not going to be one of those games where they're in a cushy spot uh, to, to he, you know, where he can play poor and still win the game. Like, he's going to have to go for over 300 against the Chiefs. It's interesting. He actually played. Uh, he actually threw for way more yards than against better teams than against worse teams. So this could be a, a big one. It's going to be in a, a gunslinging matchup against his TV co-star on the quarterback series. Yeah, that's right, man. 
I like this one. You can get Justin Jefferson. Uh, I I think when I was look, I was reading some analysis about the Chiefs' defense uh, and their and their weakness at interior safety slot corner uh, coverage. Th- this is interesting for Jordan Addison this game. Um, so you could, and we could put a. I think can we get a Jordan Addison touchdown? with all these other guys like we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff going maybe i go justin jefferson i just go for the there you go and then we go for the chiefs and we got three picks for the for the vikings right now chris jones half sack oh rashi rice with a 2x oh chris jones with half the sack that seems like a give me that against that offensive line. That seems kind of nice. Give me that. Kirk Cousins has been taking all kinds of sacks. All right, give me that. Is uh, is Taylor Swift going to be at the game? Supposedly, uh, yes. From what the, <laughs> from what they're already saying. Dang, isn't that, well, isn't that girl supposed to be on tour? <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything else look halfway decent here? What what if, what if we go with the the Rashi Rice two x touchdown? I'm I'm feeling a Rashi Rice oh, man. Yeah. He he hasn't found the end zone yet, but you know he did find it uh, a couple times. I, I believe he did find it in one play and it got called back. But he obviously found it a few times in the preseason. Wait, yeah, he found it in week one against... That's right, yeah, it was week one against Detroit. But the snap share has been consistent, right around 50%, and he's getting anywhere between five and seven targets. That That's fantastic, man. It's a decent ADOT, too. Uh, he, could, he could be the guy with the touchdown line. A 2X multiplier with the, with the setup we already have is pretty big. Dude, Whoa. 70x. I'm I'm going for it. Seven hundred dollars. If we, and that's if the we thing win. about these is like the low th- low win threshold is made up for by the insane payout. I only need to hit one. You know, I only need to hit one, and my yeah. week is hugely successful. If it's a 70x, Andy, if you hit one in 69, you're ahead. Oh, thank you for that math, Steve. That that yeah, that's wonderful. The music to my ears, brother. <laughs> Make sure you guys hit that like button if you if you like Steve's math. Uh, and then we got Sunday night football, Steve. Cowboys at the 49ers. Do you think that the 49ers can be finally knocked off their throne here by this stingy cowboy? What's what's your intro report say on Micah Parsons? I know he is. He's hobbled up, man, but I know he keeps coming back in the game and stuff, but he definitely got a little banged up this past game. Yeah, let's take a look here. Uh, I didn't have anything pulled up for him, but let's take a look at what I can find. I don't think Brock Purdy's going to be throwing the pick sixes that Mac was throwing. Uh, limited in Wednesday practice. Let's see. All right. He's probably going to play. Yeah. They're saying it's not believed to be a serious injury. That he will play. Yeah. And and uh, Dak Prescott, uh, he really hasn't had to do a whole lot 
So that's why you, you really clearly see Jared Goff's prices uh, well ahead of Dax now in the market. When you look at that 2016 Prism PSA 10. But um, Dax overall per, uh, completion percentage for the year, 71%. Not, uh, not terrible. He's not playing too bad. He just hasn't had to do a whole lot, Steve. He has not had to do a whole lot. Protection rate's been about middle of the pack. He has taken a lot of red zone pass attempts. And the defense is for sure carrying. Yeah, yeah. The defense is just. Defense I don't think is... this is going to be one of those games where the defense is going to be able to do that for them. I like this game to potentially get out of hand here, man. And I like Brandon Ayuk. He steps right back in. You gotta love that. Brandon Ayuk gets healthy, and then it's like, you right, right, you know, because week one it was like, oh my gosh, is this a small sample or is this the year for Ayuk? Like I thought it was gonna be, and it turns out I'm right, Steve. This is the year because he steps right back in after missing one game with a 76% snap share, and he gets six targets that he converts for 150 yards. I mean, bam. Yeah, I think uh I think this is going to be the one of the first games Dak's going to have to actually do something for all four quarters. Could go down to the wire here, but I don't know. I think the Niners keep it alive, man. I think they do. Debo Samuel had zero targets this past week with Brandon IU fully healthy. And so that that leads you to go back to week one against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, where uh, Debo had seven targets, but it was um, a shorter a dot and and but but you know like you see nine in week two, twelve in week three, plus he had more rushing attempts. So all of a sudden, you see Brandon Ike's healthy. It's a different offensive game plan with with him as more of a focal point. Of course, it all is going to like funnel through Chris, off of Christian McCaffrey's success. Like he is, he is the guy. Uh, and then, but but that sets up Brock Purdy so nicely to hit Brandon Ayuk on those deep play, those deep routes. So, um, man, I I like this game with especially with Trayvon Diggs and just the efficiency of this 49ers offense for this game to kind of forced Dallas into a spot where they're not just leaning on Tony Pollard all game. And, and, and they're actually having to throw a little bit more. I don't think Dak does quite as well. So ultimately I'm going with the 49ers here at home. Uh, but and one of these two teams has lost to the Cardinals. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's not the 49ers. I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not the 49ers. So I, I like Brandon Ayuk. I don't know what his thing is. Oh, yeah. Okay, so give me the Brandon Ayuk one and a half uh, chili pepper touchdown. Uh, what what's, what do we got for Purdy going over here? We can't go touchdowns with Purdy's. No, because, see, Purdy, they put passing touch TDs. That's interesting. He's He's been throwing the ball quite a bit. The question is, can Dallas push this contest? I mean, they got to. I think they can. They haven't really had to do it all year, so we don't know. But I think I think they can. And if they can push it, then all of a sudden we get uh, we get Brock Purdy involved, and then Dak's got to push it, man. 
Dak has got to push it here because that 49ers defense. Um, what, what do you what do you think here, Steve? Half an interception, Dak. I mean, he's probably good for he's he's good for a pick. He's only thrown one this year. Uh, he's he's kind of due. What about what about the completions? What are those? The completions. Oh, it's only showing us the attempts. Uh, I had to pull them up over here on the on the sleeper app. I I like the the uh, the quick analytics you get here from the sleeper app under the player search and the game log. Um, let's see. Yeah, so twenty eight completions. This past week, 25, week three, 31, week two. So, yeah, I mean, he he's hitting the over on that completions for sure. So you would rather go with the over on completions than the um, the the half an interception? I like I like either one. Let's go. Let's go. It's the completions are less fragile. I may regret this, but. Let's go completions for now. And then Tony Pollard, 55 and a half rushing yards. Really? That seems low. Yeah, dude. That's low, man. Yeah. In a, yeah. Game, in a game that should be close. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really need to get all that many carries this past week. You know, like, why not use Rico Dowdo a lot more? Why not? get Deuce Vaughn a little bit more involved. Uh, a lot more Rico Dowdle than, than Deuce Vaughn, but still. Um, I I think he gets back to, I think this past week in New England was an anomaly because of how many touchdowns their defense scored once again, another two touchdowns from the defense. Uh, but you, you go back to that at Arizona when they were, you know, when they lost, it was a very competitive game. He had 23 carries in that game. So, this is an easy one for me. This actually might become more of a lock for me right here. Steve, this is just feels way too easy. This this 55-yard prop on um on him. He's hit that 3 out of 4 weeks. That's I mean, this is no-brainer based on what we're what we're seeing for the game script. Yeah, I think uh I'd have to pull it up, but I'm pretty sure that um What's his face for the Cardinals ran for more than 55 on him. So screw it. You know what? I'm going Dak interception. I've changed my mind. Is it bad? <laughs> is is okay. it bad to uh, waffle like that? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes no. <laughs> All right. So um, last matchup, Monday night football. James, Packers James Connor ran for uh, 52 yards on 11 touches. But they were getting blown out. So, oh, did I? You know what? I didn't put in a fifth pick'em for that game. Should I? Should I be doing uh, Christian McCaffrey? I guess I should be doing Christian McCaffrey, right? What does he got? Seventy-three and a half. Cowboys run defense. Oh yeah, why am I not doing Christian McCaffrey? I mean, Cowboys run defense. 30th yards allowed per carriage bottom third of the league here man uh, we don't need a whole lot from chris mccaffrey the way he's going he's, he's a, hit the he's rushing, rushing over touchdown in every game you think he breaks that streak this week 
I I like the yardage better, but man, uh, he probably has a touchdown too. Because he doesn't have to get. He could rush for one yard and still get the touchdown. You know. Yeah. I mean, he's hit the, he's hit the rushing over every single week too. So it's kind of like pick your poison here. Yeah, I mean, those teams you could make the argument are mediocre rush defenses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we got Brandon Ayuk on the touchdown, I'm I'm gonna go with the Christian McCaffrey rushing yards. We got a 30x payout on this one. Go with another 10. Boom. All right. Monday, Monday night, uh, Steve. We have made it to Monday night kickoff. Just a single header. Monday night. Packers at the Raiders. Jordan Love bounce back time. Jimmy Garoppolo should be back. I was from just the concussion. Say, do we know who's playing quarterback yet? It should be Jimmy G. You know, just in concussion protocol. So I got I gotta think that he's he's back this week. See if I can confirm this here. <laughs> Survey Oh man. You'd think NFL.com would have more information, but uh they want you to watch a video to find out. Negative. No time for videos. Do they know that we've been streaming for two and a half hours? <laughs> There's actually no update yet. So and we're 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 on the the last game. Rich Dicko, Brandon Gregory, what's up, man? Yards look like a trap. Uh yards for who? Who 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 which yards are we talking about again, brother? Oh, he was talking about CMC. What? So you 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 would go touchdowns over yardage, or you go lower? Really, seven? It could be. It's possible we could be that we could be running into that game. I see Rick. Okay, okay, all right, Rick. Rich, Rick, Rick. You change your name. It's the same profile pic, but you change your name. <laughs> I recognize you, man. So there's no updates on Jimmy G. Yet. All right. No updates on Jimmy. Uh, that being said, I still think I'm taking Green Bay. Green Bay it is. Uh, hmm, this is an interesting game, Steve. I got, man, Devontae Adams on Monday Night Football. Jimmy G back this this Packers yeah I I gotta go Green Bay I think it's gonna be close maybe we get close to that over under um all right Steve we're going Green Bay there Monday night uh you guys want to uh hop into a um uh whatchamacallit uh we we want to do a best ball resurrection or a, a battle royale I got I got time to co-captain one with you. You want you want a co-captain one? Rich says any Niner DB injuries? Um, not sure. I haven't seen anything. Let's just do a let's just do a battle royale because I feel like we just studied the whole 
week five slate. I kind of want to put it to a uh, a good use here, and it's um I know the battle royale is uh a pretty quick draft. Green Bay is pretty hard to beat at home, but uh, Vegas isn't exactly the Detroit Lions. Mike Bobby, Mike Bobby, what's up, man? Mike Bobby in the house. Uh, I stepped out. Did you guys say? what you would do with a one-on-one high-end Aiden Hutchinson. Well, Steve, what I would do with a one-on-one high-end Aiden Hutchinson is uh, sell that thing. Uh, <laughs> I would you know? I would list it at a premium, knowing that the Lions are ascending franchise that is winning and potentially winning a lot this year. And uh, you should get some nice offers near your asking price, potentially, especially after a big game. If he gets a game with multiple sacks, for example. So, oh, you got a few. Hey, nice, man. Congrats on that. I got a couple decent ones, no one-on-ones, but he's definitely a guy. I think he's a guy that's going to be around in the league for a while. So see if you can move a couple for a good profit. And, and uh, you know, depending how attached to you are, attached to them you are maybe hang on to one of them a couple good questions here in the chat that that i miss i, I and i agree with you about the hudson it depends on how many you have and how much of your bankroll you've got invested in that one card if it's significant and you don't have like very many hutchinson cards then i would be listing that higher I'd be a little bit more hesitant to, to sell it, but if you've got a few, you know, maybe maybe you let the one on one go for a massive profit, and but you got like an out of forty nine or an out of ninety nine that you like the aesthetics of maybe even more. I don't know. It's it's uh, that's interesting. The, the thing with the super scarce stuff is you can kind of like name your price, if you will, obviously yeah. within reason, but. You know, name your price and uh, just kind of field play. You know, field field uh, the interest. You know, let's say you put it up for a thousand, at just as a random number, and you start getting offers at like six fifty. You know, maybe try for the first seven fifty offer you get. You know, or if you're in on it at five hundred, maybe wait till you get an eight hundred off. What What do you think about this? Uh this trade offer that vision got here i don't know how vision got that little smiley face behind his name but that's cool man i've never seen that before that's that's pretty dope um he said he got offered chris olave and rashad white for what wow uh if this is a this is a situation where this improves your starting lineup i would definitely do it i would do it I would do it. If you're if you're in need of a receiver in your lineup that Olave will replace uh to a significant margin, then I would I would consider making that trade. Rashad White isn't a world beater just yet, but uh Josh Jacobs is off to a slow start. And uh if you need a win now especially, it could be a, a good trade if it makes your lineup better. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like Rashad White is I think he might be outscoring Josh Jacobs to this point. For now, he is, yeah. <laughs> For now. And and Jacobs had a, a pretty big week this last week. So, yeah, I like selling Jacobs off that little spike week. If you can get Olave and White for him, 
I like that. Now yeah, I would buy the dip on Olave, and uh, yeah, I like that. You've got like a mediocre third receiver that you're rolling out there. This is going to be a, a bump up for you, it sounds like. Corey says, is it too early to think about buying low candid, uh, about buy low candidates that could get paired with Caleb Williams next year out of the draft? I think the answer is yes. I think over the course of the next two months, we're just entering that period um, over the course of the next two months, definitely want to be stalking those those auctions. And uh, I think the deals are going to get even a little better. If you think he's going to go to the Bears, if you think he's going to go uh, to the – I guess he can't go to the Panthers because they just drafted Bryce Young. But, hey. Well, and, uh, Andy, the Bears have the Panthers' first-round pick. So, <laughs> so the Bears could end up having the first and second pick of the draft next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Trade fields to Falcons. So I, I think it's a little bit too early, but I mean, I think we're we're getting um really close, really close. But it would be devastating if you're trying to pair up a, a bona fide stud wide receiver with Caleb and and then um like let's say just Bears, for example, DJ Moore, for example. Uh and you're trying you're buying into DJ Moore, which I think is a fine move. He's a great player. He's quarterback proof, but Caleb Williams, and then they draft Marvin Harrison Jr. right after that. That's going to suppress DJ Moore's values quite a bit right out of the gate. It's not actually going to have the result you're looking for if they double tap quarterback wide receiver in the draft. It's interesting. That's the only they, caveat. They, they hold a lot of cards, but at the same time, there's a lot of games left. It doesn't assure that they'll get the first two picks. But you look at a team that is going to potentially struggle most of the season like the Falcons. Imagine we talked about how bad they need a QB to, to make Pitts viable, to make London viable, you know, to make even Bijan that much more viable. That's a team that preliminarily I could see somehow ending up with Caleb Williams. All right. Let's, uh, let's do a countdown for the draft. Uh, Let's do a countdown for the draft. All right, we'll wait till the next whole minute on your clocks. I'll also start the countdown when we get to um, like 10 seconds out. We'll start the countdown when we get to 10 seconds out. But if you want to hit the enter button when your clock says 11.48 p.m., well, whatever your local time is, (laughs) 11.48 Eastern Standard Time, then we will go ahead Hop in. Uh, we got 30 seconds, Steve. Just a reminder, I, I don't have the banner. I, I, I didn't forgot to put the banner up this morning uh, on the on the stream down there. We are part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Uh, be sure to check out all of our premium content, the bonus videos and and articles, and our and our app and Discord and everything. All right, here we go. Nine, eight, seven, six. Rich four five. <laughs> Steve, you messed me up. You messed me up. One, are you guys ready? Enter, go. I think you were. Were you counting along with me, Steve? No, he asked if 48 after was the correct. I wanted to make sure he knew that you Rich, were not waiting till the following. It's all minute. Rich's fault, then. It's all Rich's fault. It's got is you know if Derek doesn't get in this draft, we got to have somebody to blame. I, I can't have Derek coming after me, man. 
these are a little more low volume than the best bowl, so the odds of everyone getting in the same one is a lot higher. Rich, that that was you're in for a treat, Rich, because that was Riley Leonard. Riley Leonard is is uh, Carter's secret college player. Oh, we got the one dot two, baby. I I think uh, Derek is he is he in it? No, he Derek must be passed out. Yeah, he kind of dipped out of the chat, so he's he's back in work mode, man. Oh yeah, we get into that time of the year, huh? Yeah, Rich, I, I figure there's a delay. That's why I tried to clarify as soon as I could about the 48 after. Because if you're doing the countdown with Andy, he's going to hit click before you I, guys even uh... I just verified that, though, 50 <laughs> seconds prior. <laughs> I know, but you're doing a 10-second countdown. You might confuse somebody because they're not well, going to hear I, it. I time. told people I was going to give a 10-second countdown, but that it was at, you know, 11.48. <laughs> no, it looks like a lot of people went off to ended up going. I I can't win, man. I can't win with the countdown or the clock method. It's all crapshoot. <laughs> we just we just hope that uh, you ha you have fun in in your draft. Let us know your favorite pick. All right, so right off the bat, you can see Minnesota at uh, KC. You got the highest. Um, draft picks here or draft capital, Steve. What are we doing here for our number one overall pick? Uh, we do like AJ Brown. I, I mean, we like Kelsey. Do are we trying to go with the Kelsey Mahomes stack at Minnesota? Might not be bad. Let's see if we can get him. Do you think that these guys are going to pass up on Mahomes coming back? So this is only Probably. six rounds, and you can see the draft we're in. The draft board's pulled up right here, guys. This is only a, a room of six guys that is we're it drafting two, against. How many of each position is it? All right, so the info is right here. Um... It's just the one o'clock, the one o'clock and the four o'clock games. Da, da, da. All right. One quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, and one flex and one tight end. So one running back. Okay. So yeah, one. Yeah. It's a lot one, of value one, in two, the one, back. one. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. I'm not sure if Travis Kelsey is the optimal move. I do like attacking that game. We know it's got the highest over-under point total. Does he bang another running back here? Row bottom 99. Goes with the, the Hertz move at the Rams. Solid move. Solid move. Oh, Okay. A-Chain, yeah, we knew that was a super plus EV pick at the Giants at home. You know, you got to think at some point Mahomes really cranks it because he's he's not too high on the list. We we didn't really get to go through the list earlier, but I'll, I'll tell you where he is on the fantasy standings. And he's fifth, you know. It's not where you would expect him to be at this point in the year. 
Uh, he really hasn't really had to air it out. I, on the, uh, I think you're on the clock, Andy. Don't get sidetracked. <laughs> uh, Puka Puka. Went. Oh, oh man, Reed. You party spoiling sniping Reed. Ooh, Montgomery. Yeah, I'll take David Montgomery. Either him or Jameer Gibbs, maybe both of them. I wouldn't take both of them. You're limiting your upside. Man, what are we what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? You picked Devontae Smith in the uh Oh, I should have got him, man. I should have got him. him. I should have got I, I should have got Smith and then you got DeAndre Swift there. What about taking Nico and uh, Stroud? Yeah, we do get two wide receivers, right? Double tapping yeah. the tight end. Not smart. Uh, t- yeah, that's that's nice for me. Yeah, I definitely like Devonta Smith here. I'm going to go ahead and get him. We only got three more picks left, Steve. Oh, man. Someone grabbed uh, Puka and Ryan's draft. This one's nice, man. I could blow it up nice and big. So even you guys that are maybe falling asleep or just got bad eyesight could see those players right there. How about that, man? Boom. There you go. Let's see. Brees. What next? Time to start thinking about our next move. <laughs> so, yeah, if I'm thinking about outperforming quite a few dudes, then I definitely got to think about some uniqueness, which we already you, got. You know, obviously, Stroud, I think would be nice. That's so silly for that Reed guy to get Mahomes. He just did that. That was just a total like spite against me or something just because <laughs> like there's no point to him especially as a guy with a little red and white shield there's no point to getting Mahomes except to except to um to just block me from getting the Mahomes Kelsey stack rude We're about to be on the clock here. Let's take a look at our options. Yeah, let me zoom back out a little bit on that. There you go. I I'm not opposed to getting AR, but not crazy about the yeah. pace of play with the Titans. Um, Tua, I like the run game. You know, I, I like the run game better at home, but it's safe. This this Lamar pick at Pittsburgh is interesting. Nico. That's a pretty gross. Nico. Nico. You really want? Uh, uh, I have, took him right before us, mother. Yeah, if they already took Nico, then I'm pretty much out there. But what we what we could do? Take Stroud and Tank Dell later or something. I I just take. We take Tua. All right. Would, or or Anthony Richardson, man, because you get the rushing upside. 
Yeah, I just take AR, man. I mean, he's got a safe floor. He's got a really high ceiling. And now we can probably look at that. And I had picked Michael Pittman. And we know that they're going to funnel it through the pass. So I, I think that the Titans run defense underperforms, especially if you get Jonathan Taylor back out there. That could be interesting. And then Anthony Richardson overperforms. What are we looking at for all players now? Yeah, let's just go ahead and get uh, Michael Pittman and go this route. What do we are got? Are we one, pretty much? One is pick that one? it? One pick. One pick. All we right, Steve. So it can be. The pick it's... is. Uh, I'll let. I'll let. I'll let you pick it, man. I guess we have to wait now until it comes back to us. It can't. It can't be a QB, right? Um, I don't see anybody else picking a second QB. No, it, I mean, I, I don't think there's any. I guess you could, right? You could pick a QB or whoops. Or does it automatically say, hey, you're. No, I, I could pick a QB. You could have a backup QB. What does it say for the, does it say for the flex if it can be a QB or not? I would, yeah, think, no, it, I would think it can't. Probably. Yeah, no, it's just a regular flex. Okay. Yeah. Then don't uh, don't gamble there. But but you know with um yeah I guess so you don't yeah you don't want to get another QB that is suboptimal would, yeah, because then you're not you've got a goose egg and receivers only. Yeah. Yeah. This this. Yeah. Uh, Kyron Williams. Oh, uh, Raheem Moser too. That's True. that's super juicy. He clunked out this past week, though. Yeah, um, which I mean, when in you, a high-scoring think... game, Kyron's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, bell cow roll. It's... Yeah, we did. You know what? We did go with Devonta Smith, so maybe that's maybe that's the play. Maybe we got a little uh, bring back on the other side of that ball with Kyron. Go ahead and take advantage. We know from a workload standpoint, he is getting a bell cow. I think if we don't get him, I would go Mixon. This guy went Johnny Smith. He's been getting hit uh, quite I, a bit. I would say more than Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I would say go. Um, Kyron or Mixon. I'll go. I'll go Kyron because we went Devonta. I'm bring our be our bring back. back. Mind, otherwise, we'll be chasing our tails at the last second. All right, isn't that fun, Steve? No. <laughs> you mean you don't like the auto pick Andy lifestyle? All right, we got Kyron. We got Kyron. No backup plans, baby. There we go. That was fun, man. And and now we got a chance to win 30k on top of that. So like out all the work we did on underdog tonight, um, uh, we we have a chance to to win some pretty big money, man. It's pretty big money. I, I hope that 
we're signing on this time next week and we've got 30k in this account i'll be doing a massive giveaway if that's the case <laughs> that'd be awesome somehow they all of them hit guys somehow we could only wish yep yeah no, that's I mean, how much i appreciate you guys glorious, man all right steve uh good stream tonight guys uh don't forget to check out all of our other content at footballcardquest.com, all our mail day videos, all our other podcasts. Make sure you hit the like button and uh, check out everything that nooffseason.com has going on. Uh, and if you if you are interested, um, we're also affiliated with Grabos. Grabos.co, uh, promo code STRATEGY23 gets you 10% off anything in their store. They sell... Uh, singles, sealed wax, or basically a card shop, but they have a, you know, an, an online footprint as well. So check it out guys. Um, and we will see you next time. Andy said it like subscribe. And once this video gets posted, if you can leave a comment, it goes a long way. Thank you guys. Yeah. Peace.